What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Today, what business needs most is creativity. So let's create AI with integrity, not bias. Security that hunts for threats in the wild. Cloud management that requires less management. And new ways for business to do business. Let's create at scale right now together. Let's prototype. Let's tweak. Let's test. Let's adapt. Let's create something that changes everything. IBM. Let's create. Learn more at IBM.com. Konnichiwa! Minasan! Konnichiwa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki. We had a good couple of weeks off. I'm Matt, your host, and to join me as always, the man who crashed on my couch last week uh-huh. after getting high on edibles. Mm-hmm. Ethan, what's up? What's up? Man, that was a fucking time, i tell you what. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second. Yeah, uh, basically, we took a week off because Ethan came up here. We hung out. He crashed at uh, my place on Saturday. We crashed hard. Yeah, crash hard. We watched the football games. And drank. We had, and did ate. that. New York pizza. We drank. We yeah. had edibles. I'm really mad I didn't have more New York pizza while I was up there. Yeah, we probably should have picked some up in the city. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, but time restraints. Fuck. But we had a good time. <laughs> we did. No, we did. It was nice we to did. see you and your significant other. And it was, a, it was a wonderful time. We went to see wrestling. We went to see GCW. And that was a fun time. Um, we spent a lot we of money. Walked, we walked for three miles. <laughs> I in I walked in fucking boots because I didn't bring anything, thinking like, oh, I'm not gonna walk that much. Well, Meanwhile, to be fair, fucking... we look we looked at the wrong thing in the map. Because you're the one that first gave me like, oh, it was a 20 minute walk. I was like, oh, okay. No, I didn't tell you it was a 20 minute walk. You know what? No, actually, you know what? I lied. I didn't tell you it was a 20 minute walk. I told you 20 minutes via the train. But Mr. Scaredy Puss over here doesn't fucking do the train. I don't do the train. So well, we ended up doing walking a fucking is good. hour Walking walk. is good for you. Not when you're in boots, dude. Fuck. I didn't bring any fucking decent <laughs> shoes because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that much walking in comparison where I'll be all right. No, I walked three fucking miles in fucking Timberlands, dude. Like that shit. But, but you know, the first mile was like, all right, this is cool. And then like, bro, when we got to like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, Over the bridge? No. No, it was like after I don't, I don't remember the street but it was like we were still walking um on like on uh what's it called on the avenues we're still walking before he made the right man i was starting to get fatigued and then when oh, we were freaking, west avenue yeah and then when we when you made the right and we kept going it's like we stopped for you to tie your shoe and then we kept going and i, I noticed that's when you started you, tie, to, you I, tied your shoe <laughs> no you tied your shoe dude. i did okay yeah you tied your shoe i, I can't i don't tie my shoe because i was wearing boots so my boots are loose Boots is loose. Boot, but boot loose. Boot, boot loose. loose. <laughs> yeah, but like that's when you st- I started straggling behind, dude, at this stage. And I you kept going, kept going. I kept straggling. Kept I'm, straggling. A, I'm, a, I'm a fast walker. Wait, well, yeah, but you also had the right boots to do walking in. That's true. Uh, you you had pretty you had pretty pictures. Yeah, but I got pretty pictures, I know. And you yeah, know, so I was also I, you're also less hungover than me. Like I was more fucked yeah. up. <laughs> I was more fucked and, up. And you me. had less than me. <laughs> Bullshit. No, I had fucking I had less I had less edible than you. You had more. I, I had more to drink than you. Right. OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You had an extra drink or so. I had an extra drink stiff as shit. And then I had the edible before bed. And so 
I don't remember my sleep at all. I just remember waking up like, oh, I feel atrocious because your cat was like going crazy. Yeah, he does. He does that. So I woke up and I see the cat and I was like, oh, this hurts to open my eyes. What the fuck? And then like I was good. I took my shower and then I had bubble guts before we left. And that sucked. And then like the whole train ride into the city on the fucking LIR. I was so nauseous. I was so damn nauseous on that LIR. But then by the time we got off, I was all right. All right. That, that's always good. <laughs> yes, indeed. And then we walked for fucking three miles. But we walked with purpose because before that, we saw an anime movie. Yeah, we saw Sing a Bit of Harmony because it wasn't playing conveniently enough on the island. <laughs> it's so fucking weird that it they only not only was it not playing in very select theaters, it only played on Sunday and Tuesday. And Tuesday. Yeah, and four o'clock like on the Sunday. Yeah, and it's a similar time over here in Florida too. And I was like, what the fuck? This that was a weird movie for sure. But uh yeah, let's let's talk about this movie a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, it's uh, an android that is basically disguised as a human. It's the first test subject for this one secret project because not under the uh, CEO supervision. And uh, basically, she just looks to interact with the humans. And one of them is the scientist's daughter. And uh, she's like, oh, I, I know your name and all this. Are you happy? She starts singing. And she sings and beautiful. Like a, oh, yeah, she does. She sings and, uh, very beautiful. They and the is, it, is she? Is it really? A she? I guess it's. A, I mean, I don't know. Do robots go by pronouns? Uh, I guess. That's a question for Google. Like you know. Well, well, well people get called. Well, the people in that in the movie kept calling her she. So. All right, she's recognized as she. That's fine. Yeah. All right, let me uh pull it up on my pronouns, pal. Pronouns. No, not that. I'm talking about like the actual character's name. Oh, okay. Um, I remember Shion, which is the android. G- Satomi, Thunder, Tatsum. Toma, Aya, Gochan. Yeah, and... them. yeah, that's it. So we got we got a few songs. Uh, they're like fixed relationships uh, with uh, Aya and Gochan because Gochan's like, God damn, why hate with that Aya praises me shit. Mm-hmm. Nothing special. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you bragging about me? Like, I, I, was, I don't know why you fight about that, but. <laughs> right. It's like, just take the fucking compliment, guys. <laughs> it's like, nope. And uh, since Shion doesn't know what what it takes to make people happy. He's like, hey, I'm going to go kiss uh, Go Champions. Nah. <laughs> that was... And then uh, the judo guy, Thunder. He wanted to fuck her. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about the stuff we did like. Because <laughs> this was this was a mixed bag. <laughs> I mean, you know, as a whole, I just... You know, like I said with before with why I didn't watch Vivi, I just don't connect with AI. Like, right. you know, I've seen Planetarium and that's okay. Um, You know, my nephew, he adored Planetarium. But um, I just, you know, I've never really been into the whole AI principle. The singing was great. Right. The singing was great for me. The uh, the love story in the end was nice. Um, the animation was very nice. Um, and I don't know, like a lot of, you know, a lot of times when I was watching uh, what's her face, um, Shion and Satomi interact, it was just so cringeworthy for me. I, and I hate cringeworthy. Like, I really do. Like, I watch it. But it, it doesn't endear itself to me when it's cringy. And so right. a lot of times I was like, oh, fuck, no. Or, oh, God, no. Like, if I'm, like, making those reactions, then, you know, that's eh, not necessarily great. I mean, I, I didn't hate this movie by any means. Like, I was entertained. Um, it was a long movie. <laughs> uh, you know, that was one movie that I wish wasn't two hours long. Yeah. But, 
you know, it was what it was. Um, I mean, all's well that ends well at the end of the day. It's kind of ironic that, you know, that her mom fucking decided to, hey, let's help these kids commit fucking a brazen crime. Yeah. You know, on a company. I, like, after being an hard. alcoholic for a few days. After being an alcoholic, because a depressed alcoholic because of some shit that her. Yeah, because they, they, they fucked it up with her job. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, she undid. No. She undid. Satomi, she, she, she undid it, but Satomi was the one behind it because she didn't, she wasn't up front with her mother. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think and I, this is a positive the movie the key takeaways from this movie is a be honest and upfront you know with circumstance don't fucking hide or lie you know don't do any of that and then the other thing which is i think the more critical part is it's a take on the future in terms of what ai can possibly be and what people may strive uh to be you know meeting what in this current day and age what ai can do um and it kind of provides that I guess, backdrop in terms of thinking about AI in the future and thinking like, oh, you know, come 50 years from now, that may be normal where you have robots driving buses. And, you know, I mean, as it is, you have Alexa and things of that nature that will like tell you like, good morning. So and so like, you know, the temperature outside is 40 degrees. Would you like me to open your windows and, and play some music while you get ready for your shower and whatever the fuck? So, you know, like it, we're getting slowly to that point. Um, but in terms of autonomous reality um, within artificial intelligence, um, I think that was one of the key takeaways, which is pretty interesting from that standpoint, if that's something that like, you know, piques your interest. Um, the principle of it is, is is pretty, you know, neat from that standpoint. But um, it just it's not something that I can like really like cling on to. Like, you know me, I love emotional right. shit. And I didn't I didn't feel any sort of real emotion watching it. You know, I laughed sometimes and I was happy for some times, but that was about it. It wasn't like, oh, my God, yes, at any given point, which, you know, I think a movie should make you do that like a top tier movie should make you go oh my god yes like you know when you see a demon slayer when you see the violet evergarden movie when you see a my hero movie you know despite the fact that my hero movies the plots aren't that great there's always a moment that makes you go holy shit yes right right you know or makes you feel something and i, I didn't get that necessarily and that, that maybe it's not the type of movie to make itself do that but that's why it doesn't necessarily endear itself to me as well. uh well anyway uh there the, some of the stuff i did like was again the the few songs we got they felt like they served the purpose for trying mm-hmm. to help sell people especially funder mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i love that whole judo thing <laughs> they're trying to turn into like a dance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know how he's also keeps breaking that uh test dummy Right. Um. Again, I actually liked all these characters. <laughs> There's nothing wrong there. with any of the characters, no, at all. No, no. Uh, my problem was the plot was just so generic. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like one of those like like, like you, if you see one, you see the bumps. Like you know, the AI helps people. Something ha- bad happens to the AI. Like you know, getting shot with fucking tasers <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or stuff like that. It looks like it's about to die. Oh, oh no! Is she's 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 somehow back? Yeah, I don't know how. I'm back and that, better than <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's like, like somehow we don't know how the power of love and friendship. Oh, <laughs> like oh no, her battery's dead, or something else is wrong. She has to sacrifice something to make sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. scene. <laughs> it's like yeah, that type of shit. Like it's just basic, and there's like nothing new. They didn't. They weren't that clever with it, except for the whole twist of Shion being something Toma made years ago when they were kids. That was that it. was a nice twist. That was a very nice yeah, that, twist. That I liked. That, that was a very but nice that was twist. it. <laughs> yeah, that ending was really, really well done for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Also, how did they not check the battery when they unplugged her? 
Um, because they're not thinking because it's all emotional and whatnot. Okay, so, uh, I guess okay. It, okay. it makes sense in terms of plot. You know. Yeah, I, I don't think they ever explained her battery life in general. I mean, she seemed okay in school. I mean, you know, she can last. And she was hours. like plugged in for like days. Yeah, I mean, she would. I mean, what's it called? They would plug her in so she lasts. You know, she goes. She go, basically she gets picked up. She gets picked up. She goes back to the lab. They plug her in. She goes to sleep. They run and diagnostics they see results, and shit. Yeah. Find the results. And then they unplug her in the morning, so it's basically full charge. Go back in. Maybe they have like extra charge or new battery or something on the weekend when she's not around. Who knows? So I mean, it's, I don't think that's a super I know, but, like, but again, when they went to go get her, that she was plugged in. So either she had a shitty battery from the taser, or maybe yeah, it's something. That makes sense. They did. They didn't explain that. Yeah, that makes sense. They just say randomly, "Oh shit, she collapsed. What happened? Oh, her battery's died. Well, oh, fuck, pal, no. she was plugged in." I mean, yeah, but they could have looked Must at the fucking. No charge. They could, I was gonna say they could look at the fucking charge, right? Like it could they, be like they, a cell they phone, didn't look at like anything. down in the right corner, like fifty percent plugged in charging. Also, that was a very quick battery. That 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 wasn't like ten minutes. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, ten minutes in the movie could be. I know, I know but that was probably like minutes. an hour. Probably, probably like an hour, thirty minutes to an hour. That whole th- yeah, that whole thing happened over the course of like maybe like an hour or two, and which felt. Know, like but you still, you're so. like you're telling me that it was that bad. Uh, I'm not overly hung up over it. I get why you would say what you're saying. It makes sense, but I'm not like, oh my god. Well, if it's noticeable, it should be pointed out, damn it. Mm. Uh, but anyway, it's not bad. It's harmless. I it's still it, I say it's worth at least one viewing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing the trample on kids about to go see it, make your way to see it. Yeah, you know, I would say, you know, hey, go to theaters, but you can't. Yep, uh, you're gonna have to wait till it's either streamed or on the rights. I gave I gave it a three. I also gave it a three. I gave it a four when we got out the movie just because the the singing impressed me. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, nah, nah, it's a three. Yeah, it's a three. Yeah, I would give it a three. Bell, I would Bell, give, it, give Bell, it like a three. Bell's, and a half still, could, Bell's but... still the best one out of the year so far. So. It's gonna be hard to top Bell. Well, you know there, there might be one that may top it. We're gonna talk yeah. about it momentarily. Yeah, uh, next month, Jujutsu Kaisen movies get an American release date. Uh, yeah, no, because it's the February 1st, you're right. Yeah, uh, March 18th, I believe. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it, it's mid-March. Uh, and for those that haven't seen the anime, it doesn't matter because it's technically the prequel. So. It's a prequel, yeah, exactly. So if you're curious about it, you guys can get started right here. Exactly, and it would make You can know sense. about Gojo, Panda, it's not Yuji and the others, it's just... You'll get to them. Yeah, you'll get to them eventually. You, you, they might make a cameo. It's about the, it's about Gojo's class. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Really, is. that's all you need to know. Oh. And I cannot wait. This hopefully they have good schedules. I, I no, it should be fine because it's insanely popular. Mm-hmm. Like just as much as Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. So this no, I think maybe a little bit, a little bit less. Maybe after the movie, shit will change. But for now, it's definitely a little less. Well, as it, it beat it beat the uh, Demon Slayer manga sales last year. So um. Yeah, right. That's also fake, and that was again that was thanks to the anime. So yeah, so it, it, it'll bounce back and forth. Yeah, it could be some good back and forth. So well, we're excited for it. And speaking of, in about ten days, we'll get a Jujutsu Kaisen announcements. Uh, we yep. don't know what it's going to, going to be about yet. Bet you it's season mm-hmm. two. Yep, definitely gonna be. It definitely should be season two. Should be season two. Are you betting end of twenty twenty two, or are you betting twenty twenty three? They'll probably do fall again, like fall 22, mm. and then carry over again. <laughs> we get this shit again. Don't they have fucking, um, they have, don't we have a banger in fall? We have a few in fall that are like, holy balls, you know? Fuck there, me. I, 
I, there's no uh, fall schedule yet. That's like there's no nothing official yet. This, I got uh, you. Well, there's nothing. Is that just just but... academia and chainsaw ah, man? Maybe. Okay, maybe. Let me. I got an idea. Because let me go into uh, browse anime uh, year 2022 season fall. Uh, Bleach. That's right. Yeah, we got Academia and Bleach. Bleach. We set that so to plan to watch. Bleach, Thousand Year War. Academia, Two Year Eternity Season 2. Ah, shit. That's right. The Slime Movie. Well, that's for you. I thought you watched. I have not watched. I, I, I didn't finish Slime. Oh, well, maybe you should finish it. Anyway, those are the, those are the three right now that have been announced. Okay, so yeah, those are definitely the big ones. Bleach, Hero, Eternity. Yep. Uh, and then there's plenty coming out, just no release dates yet. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So we will definitely find out about those, but they're definitely 22. But yeah, with those three so far, we're gonna definitely have a definitely gonna have a banger, as they say. Yes, indeed. Speaking of uh, just a random anime that I'm planning to watch, um, my stepmom's stepmom's daughter is my ex. That is getting uh, the 2022 release date as well. Um, no official. Uh, looks like no official time frame. Maybe summer. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely but, gonna watch that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds funny as shit. I just want to throw it out there. I just want to throw it out there as well. As long as it's not domestic girlfriend. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's on my list. I plan to watch it. I heard the ending. Oh no! Oh no! My friend read it and he hated it so much. Yeah, the end, I heard the ending sucked. Uh, yeah, like and like the guy and the creator keeps changing it. Cre- keeps changing the ending. Like he makes like keeps making different stuff. Oh, that's weird. And they're somehow fucking worse. What the fuck? Really? So it was like, uh, let's hope we don't get that with this. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey, random thing. Um, I finished there Inspector go. this week. You did okay. I I, I I know you rated it higher than I did. Yeah, I finished Inspector because that's another movie. Uh, sorry, another show that's coming out in 2022. Um, did did they point. say when or just 2022? No, just 2022. It's announced, okay. so they haven't said as of yet. Probably fall, I'd imagine. Um, oh yeah. Considering, I think this ran in fall or no, this came when in winter 2020. Yeah, this was winter 2020. Yeah. So um i liked it though i really liked it it was very solid very very solid i gave it a four out of five that was really cool and um i was planning to watch super cook next and i ended up hanging out with one of my friends today and she's like oh i'm watching attack on titan and i was like Fuck, all right so she's like put on attack on titan while we were chilling <laughs> so i was like hey i'm only she's like what she's like i'm on episode 10 i was like well i'm on episode like six so fucking she's like all right well you can play your episodes whatever so i watched uh six seven and eight today so that was pretty cool. And, you know, I was like, you know, I've never liked the concept of giant naked titans that look fucking stupid. Um, that, that's always something that bothered me about Attack on Titan. But at the same time, there is something to it that makes you want to keep watching it. And so I decided instead of watching Super Cooks and going down a, a Netflix binge really quick before I got to Quintuplets, I was like, let me go through attack on fucking titan so i'm gonna fucking go through attack on titan at some point hopefully finish it off although i should probably finish bleach first because i think that's more important i haven't finished bleach i stopped watching bleach after ichigo lost his powers and they started doing more gun filler i was like fuck this i'm good and i moved on to i think i moved on to attack on titan from there and i was like eh, i wasn't sold on attack on titan and i moved over to black clover and that's where i started around um around that uh before the pandemic i think Right, right. So, anyway, just random thoughts as uh, I tell everybody what's going on in my anime world besides those seasonals yeah. that were. Yeah, funny enough, as soon as you told me you're watching, now my friends tell me like I'm about to watch. I might watch Tiger Titan. Help me. And it's like I was like, ah, hey, you know what? You're on your own. Fuck you. 
Oh, you're not going to join? Uh, not yet. Nah, dude, you know what we should do? That would be pretty cool. We can we could schedule it where we could watch like four episodes like at some point or at least an episode a week or whatever. I mean, if we did we, an episode we, a week. It, we, it, it would need uh, to be when we have a lighter season. I mean, I have a lighter season. You don't. I don't, yeah. <laughs> We, we both need to have one. I'm like, I'm only watching fucking, uh, what, 11 shows, I think? Four, uh, eight, no, yeah, one. four and I, eight, and, 12, and I, 13. And I have more carryovers. 13, yeah, I'm watching 13. No, I didn't lose my carryovers. I'm watching 13 total shows. You know, whatever. 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 I dropped yeah. one, and the other one I'm trying to find again. So this is... You, what's the one you're trying to find? The the Dolphin line, because again, the sub oh, yeah, and the fucking yeah, Funimation. Yeah. I don't know fucking why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Any other news, buddy, before we get started? Oh, no, we're going to get right to it. Let's dig right in, folks. Yes, no commercial breaks. The gloves are off. We're going in raw. <laughs> You're going to hear us for two and a half ah, hours. Ah, ah. Jesus Christ. Us. We're going in dry. Don't worry, guys. At some point, we'll have fucking uh, we'll have ads again. And hopefully we'll turn and into they'll a- lose ads when we, re- when we, when we talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna end up losing fucking people. <laughs> we start talking about it. That'd be fucking great. Well, our goal is to sound like Jim Cornette and Brian Last with our ad reads, guys. So uh, if you don't know what that sounds like, go ahead and give them on. Uh, give them those, a listen. Those, those are fun. I'm, I'm glad they do that because that, that actually makes me. No, yeah, it's super great. And we're like, hey, you know, in case uh, a guy ever looks up your skirt, you know, you may need representation. <laughs> uh, well, we gotta wait for those ad reads. I think after he hears this, he's not gonna want to give them to us. Motherfuckers. Like, hey, you ever have a dirty dick? Well, you wouldn't have a dirty dick if you did Manscaped. <laughs> All right, stop. I don't think he has Manscaped. We're not that big yet. Okay, Manscaped no, 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 no. Manscaped uh, is pe- a big one. People have to send us. People have to send them our mixtape for them to like us. How does that work? Does Sean like have to? You know, does he have to like? Oh, they're like, oh, this is what they sound like, and they're like, All right, well, like, you know, good that. question. <laughs> I feel like we need to ask him these things. Like, you know, like, hey, we're like the fucking the the C minus level talent on the show so you know you get we're, we're, the, we're the curtain jerkers we're the curtain jerkers we might have to read the curtain jerk in uh you know like hey gas station dick pill a you know <laughs> pick up one of those <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> brand x tampons pick up one of those stop it stop it we'll be here we'll be here that's like a half hour and the trouble going was like why are you talking half hours on ads Oh shit! All right, let's get started. Alrighty, all right. Stuff I'm watching solo. <laughs> uh, these are going to be brief because some of them I hardly remember because I watched so much. Because you got so fucking stoned. And, and on that, and I, I watched so much over the weekend during the snowstorm. Oh yeah, you got snowed a fever, the fuck so I was like, "You got a fever? Right? How the fuck you get a fever? The fucking booster." <laughs> Oh shit! You got the booster. That's right. Anything else? Yeah, that that was that was my that was my side effect for two days. I blows, dude. Yeah, hit like a truck. Well, I good. I'm glad because I used that as an excuse to not go to work. There you go, truck coon, FTW. Yeah, because like, nope, uh, I'm not going to snowstorm. But uh, we're stowed in our apartment. Fuck this. So, like, I got a fever. Uh, here's the picture. I didn't tell him it was from yesterday, but here's the picture. Hundred degrees. Oh, so that's that, that was the, in the snow. But that was a blessing in disguise for me. It's like, you know, was, I'm glad I got the fever because that way I went, they would try to have me drive to work. And did you get, you get like, um, what's it called? Like sick time or? I get, we get administrative pay. You get them, okay. Because it yeah. has to do with the COVID shot. Cool. Yeah, so we I'm are good. COVID shot pro. We are pro COVID shot guys. So yes. Get, get, your COVID, get your COVID shot. Jesus Christ. Get your inoculation, you know, help the, the free world survive. 
You know, your dick isn't going to get smaller. We, we want we want this over with. That's a, yes. that's where it is at this point. Guys, your dick isn't going to get smaller. You're you're, fuck, you're not going to piss fire. Women, your titties aren't going to. And the 5G up. booster works great. So you get a LTE 5G. Yes. You, you you start and you whenever you pick up the phone, it ends up just like Tokyo 24th Ward where you get fucking hacked. And there yeah, you go. You, you'll be like Bluetooth in your head. It is, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, did, I probably didn't help you. But in any case, it did not. So again, some of these will be brief. I apologize in advance. Again, there's so much in over the course of a couple of days. And a couple of so weeks. So it's just hard to remember too. every single thing. And we're talking a couple of weeks worth of shit, too. Uh, we'll try for a, a good, not all of them, but it's, it's some of their importance. So basically, dress up darling and demons. <laughs> Uh, we'll see as we go along. We'll see as we go along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the second one. All, right. All right, let's move on finally. Uh, Land of Leedale, episode four. Uh, it, and uh, from the previous episode, it ended with uh, Kena punching out her son, Scargo, because of his uh, mother complex. And he's like, oh, well, you're too creepy. So bam, punch, knocked out. And it looked like he was dead. <laughs> Oh, like they, they got carried out in a fucking camp. rip, but no, he's fine. She's like, I should probably erase his memory for this, make him seem like a normal boy. And then her other son's like, No, you're out of your fucking mind. He actually helps everyone here. Don't do this, don't fuck it up. Just tell him to calm down. We all just love you. They all they all have mommy issues. These these, these children, they treat her like a goddess type of thing. But Scargo, it's just creepy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But basically, with Kada, she has a little identity crisis. Like, oh shit, it's been so long. Uh, apparently, the server from the game was down. That's why that shit tongue was hmm. all that. <laughs> so that was her little struggle for a while. Now, then she eventually got over it because she ate, you know, because food helps you. Yes, food OP. Yep. And then uh, she's on her quest. She's uh, save- she's up in one of the adventures. She has her summons. She helps them. And good job. She's OP. It's, it's an easy Kai OP. Yeah, okay. It's really... <laughs> hey! There's not, not much I can do there. Boomch. Boomch. Uh, okay, uh, Loop on the Third. We got another filler episode with uh, Goimon. He was, uh, he was a uh, fashion model for someone. Huh. Yeah, because uh, basically this... Uh, this uh, what's it called? This fashion designer. Uh, she was... Uh, she was, uh, she was uh, in the Arctic. You know, no big deal. I guess inspiration there or something. She sees Goimon uh, doing trade-in, fighting the whale in the Arctic. And he fell into the water. Like, oh, no. Fuck. So she goes help him. So basically, he owes a debt because she saved him. So like, oh, okay, uh, be my fashion model for this show. He's like, okay. Because, you know, he, and he's a samurai, so he doesn't know all this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he, he he takes it as traded. So he, he takes it seriously. Like, like oh, you got you got to practice walking, strutting down the down the runway like a thousand times. And he took it literally. Mm. Literally a thousand times every single day. That's the point. Like, okay, don't do this anymore. You're fine. <laughs> but on the other side of it, Lupin is and Fujiko was talking like, "Hey, uh, we want Fujiko wants these dresses because apparently they sell them in the black market for all of her outfits. Mm-hmm. So they're worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So Lupin says, "I'll steal it, you know, for sex or whatever." And yeah, that was that was their face. So they're working together to get the dress. Oh, so they fucked. Them. Uh, the, the love is there, but they're Fujiko's a big fucking tease. <laughs> Mm. You ever watch Lupin? She's a big tease. You know, I constantly get fucking messages from High Dive saying like, "We have great anime for you to watch," and like the first one's always Lupin the Third. It's it's so popular on the side. It yeah. died down from a hiatus from years ago, though. But no, it no. looks very old school. Like it reminds me of, like the character design when I saw like the poster. Like looks like Cowboy Bebop, like drawn a little bit. 
looks like it a little but bit. it's not like that futuristic or anything no 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 i meant like i meant like the character like the the, the way the characters are, are drawn like slim oh yeah it, the it's lines. been, it's been a, yeah it's been around for quite some time <laughs> yeah 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 like 50 years or something. jesus christ yeah still going <laughs> so we love for that uh lupon tries to get the clothes but goemon's like you know what you're my buddy but you know what fuck you you're not ruining this because i owe a debt to her for today yeah. so you're not you're not ruining this for us <laughs> so slice and dice with the sword gets rid of their get rid of the devices the outfits are saved episode ends i thought it was a nice film uh sure. i don't know when we'll get to the actual plot again hopefully soon maybe in a couple episodes ranking of kings god damn this one was so fucking good <laughs> uh we're we're now going to the underworld Dun 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 dun! Like uh, as you call it, up there the war died down a bit. So uh, Domas and Hokuro uh, were trying to do their job of taking down, of breaking down the underworld door. But once that that door opens, they see the guards. So Domas is like, "Oh shit! It's just me against all these guys." He actually wins though. He actually starts beating down these guards because he had the high ground on the steps. Hmm. And then, like, so he's like, he's like swinging his sword. Like, they all have to come up like, like three at a time. So he, 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 like, divided them up a bit just for doing that. And yeah, he's he's good at what he does, even when he had just has one hand now. You know, like in Jamie Lannister, but he knows how to use it right away. Mm-hmm. And then you see the king of the underworld come in, like, what the fuck you guys doing? <laughs> like, who's this fucking guy? So Eddie Fodomos was the one that released the uh, prisoners from the underworld, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just got here. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, bullshit. Well, I'm gonna fight you. And, uh, so him and Domus fight, and it, and it starts with Domus is like had a strategy in my hands. Like, okay, he's gonna swing that giant weapon. I'm gonna parry it and then get him. Like, like it's like foolproof. I got this. He he swings the sword halfway through to trick him and kicks him in the dick. <laughs> he kicks Domus in the dick. It's like, you think I'm gonna fight fair? I'm the king of the underworld. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. And then the cavalry arrives with uh, Boji and Kage. Boji is actually very afraid because Domus was the one that pushed him into the lava or tried to kill him by pushing him into the lava. So he's like very conflicted because uh, again, he was his mentor when he was trading at first and sucked at it. Mm-hmm. So it was like, do I forgive him or do I like, like what the fuck? Like he's like, Boji's like very conflicted. Mm-hmm. And then Domus actually sees us like, Boji, to, for my apology, I'm going to go kill myself for you. So he falls head first down the steps. And it looked like he was dead. He got up and he starts crying like, I can't die, damn it. And then it, the episode ended with Boji confronting the king of, of the underworld. AC. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The king, the, he doesn't want them. He wants to kill Maranjo, the lady in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And that's how the episode ends there. Like good shit. I love it. I'm glad to pick it up again. I should write a checklist. <laughs> you, I mean, dude, you it's on your fucking. It's on the Google sheet. Eh, details. Details. Uh, details. So loop. More fishing, as always. But uh, <laughs> what you call it? Uh, Koharu uh, had a little fit because she's uh, she can't cast anything. She can't do all this stuff. He, he already trying to show her. And Kohara's like, all we care about is fishing. That's all you talk about. She runs away for a bit. He goes to Koi's fish shop. And she talks about how he already never has any, never had anyone to fish with. So that's why she's trying so hard. Mm-hmm. So Kohara was actually like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I feel bad. I'm going to go back. But I'm going to buy equipment here. 
especially fishing clothes. You show sure I'm really trying. So they go back. Uh, they make up because he already thought Kohara hated her and she didn't. And then we get it was Koi's birthday party, basically. And I was like, oh, and the dad caught this giant fucking tuna. <laughs> and there was a decapitated fish. And Kohara was like, so you bring it to someone to please people, this decapitated head, to please the lords. <laughs> hmm. So Koi's like, so I'm a lord because it's her birthday and the father went fishing. But uh, yeah, basically when uh, Koi was born, the dad was fishing. And she free- and on one, one of her birthdays, she took her fishing and uh, she kind of left in the car for a bit and it was raining out. So she Hey, that's a crime. Out. Oh, it's yeah. raining. Okay, I was going to say if it was sunny on the head. No, 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 no. It was in the rain. Uh, she, like, like I'll be right back type of thing. Mm-hmm. It was thunder now. She started freaking out. He got to the window. He was like, he looked like a giant shadow figure. She started screaming. It's like it's just me, and you get bad gets hit. Mm. But no, it's it's a nice slice of life. I like it for what it is. It's, it again, it's just it's like it's like when you are fishing. Like it, it's calm. It's common. I just you know I don't know. I saw it and like eh, I don't know. It just didn't appeal to me. because I keep we usually get something like this, like not like not fishing, but like slice of life, like. This simple slice of life. Yeah, I, I think I, you know I mean, I'll give one a try. Why not? This looks appealing enough, and it's been good. <laughs> so I really can't complain. <laughs> All right. Good shit with that. It can't be sailor uniform. Mm. Animation is still great. <laughs> mm. uh, all the girls are trying to find uh, find their clubs. Some were in basketball. Some were in volleyball. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is doing photography, and she wants to take pictures of uh, a Akebi. And she takes these gorgeous pictures, and that's the shade of it. The shade of the animation, it, it makes it look, it makes it look absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I gotta eventually post screenshots in the group or something. As I look at it, it's just like wow. But uh, yeah, you should. Yeah, but basically, like she's um, doing all these poses and all that. And it's like they're good, but they're not. Like I'm not getting a sense of the real you in there. They're not like, sexual, wants, right? What? They're not sexual, right? No, actually. Oh, cool. I mean, you'll get fetish vibes, but they're really not sexual. Hmm. Like, none of these. Yeah, I mean, unless you count, you know, one of them clipping their toenails and sniffing the nail clipper. Uh, that's creepy. That, that, that's... Apparently, people do that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Uh... I might clip my nails and, like, I'll smell my nail, right? Like, on my hand. I've never done that, so I can't. Like, I mean, because it's the shit that you miss when, like, you wash your hands. Like, you wash your hands, and I guess it's something there. I don't know. I always wash my hands when I'm done. I mean, like, like, I'll, I know that's yeah, like I'll, I'll I'll get a tissue, like wipe off if there's like if there's like a little dirt. That's it. Yeah, normally I'll just like I'll dig in my nail and then like I'll just wipe it on my pants. Yeah, uh, fortunately, uh, my, my uh, clipper doesn't have that little thing at the end where like you, you can pick it off. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, mine doesn't have that unfortunately. Oh, uh, okay. So I got I gotta get one of those. <laughs> yeah, simple should. No, no, no. I was trying to find time to just go see this for a nail clipper. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway uh all the girls start hanging out and like they sneak out to like this getaway type thing for classmates mm-hmm. they, and the girl the girl the reception is like oh yeah i know you i know your mother because because her mom used to go to the school like, what was she like oh she was a bit of a troublemaker a free spirits and they look at akab akabi is like hey, it's just like you, like, yeah, it's mm. you. <laughs> but they all go out they all hang out and they're like, and they're like, and then she's like, I want to find skills I want to be good at. Like, well, try cooking. She's fucking horrendous at cooking. <laughs> she gets yelled at every time. Like, you can't do that. Don't do this. Why are you adding that? Yeah. And then uh, near the end, like they're about to go home. And then, hey, uh, hey, I got a joke. I got a joke. You know, I got, uh, what's your joke? 
You know what you call a, a woman that can't cook? Sakura. Well, the Sakura fans hear you. Anyway, but uh, Kay takes a picture of uh, Akebi, and she's like, this is the exact one, like her being a goop, basically, because she has holes in her socks, because all the mm-hmm. running she does. Mm-hmm. Basically, this is her being the, the like how she is, like you like her personality and all that. Like, it came to like in that little pose, just mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then you see like a little photo book at the end at her desk, and like the front cover is like her waving while running in the field, like waving to the to the school bus. Oh, nice! That falls really nice. Mm-hmm. So I love I love this one. I like this one better than in terms of slice of life. Yeah, it sounds better, but I, I would say like th- yeah, this one I did not expect. I this one I thought you were gonna. Nah, man, just like oh, all she wants to do is wear her sailor uniform and make friends. Eh. I think because she's never had friends. She's never made friends. But I mean, why is that? Is it because she has like some sort of like trauma from her past? Was she? No, she was just, I don't know why she was homeschooled and all that. See, that does, that doesn't appeal to me. Like, I, you know, like I, it, you know, it appeal to me if like she didn't make friends. Well, why? So some traumatic incident happened and, you know, she's slowly getting over it. Uh, you know, somebody recognizes that something like that, or you know, fucking like I'm, she makes friends. I'm, fr- sure, I'm sure she makes we'll friends, and like you know, she ends up like in a like significant fight with one, or she makes friends and she falls in love with a boy or a girl. You know, something like that. That that sounds. You know, that shit appeals to me. Like not just like, oh, I want to make friends. Why? No, I was homeschooled and I didn't have anybody. Like, oh, it sucks for you. <laughs> Fuck. You know. Uh, well, if you actually saw some things, I think I would have enjoyed it. But anyway. <laughs> All right, last one for me, Vanitas. Uh, this one fucking slapped. Well, the last two episodes fucking slapped. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they're not holding back. Uh, like, there's still funny charm, but there's like more, there, there's more action. There's more serious dramatic moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one. The- you know, I really regret like watching other vampire like anime since that soured me on vampire anime. Like, I feel very similar to like vampire, like, I feel very similar with vampire anime that I do with like AI anime. Like, yeah, eh, meh. You know, even though uh, I hear I hear nothing but good things about Vanitas, but just yeah, this, yeah. This is the one you definitely should have. Yeah, you know, this this is just great. Shit happened. I know, I know. You watch, you just watched Hot Guys and not Vampires with uh, Noblesse. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, uh, to be fair, we watched it for Frankenstein. That was fucking nice. yes, Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein was definitely male waifu. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, for the last two episodes, from two episodes ago, we had uh, Venus's poison. So Jane takes him to the cabin and mm-hmm. tells him to strip because mm-hmm. the clothes are wet. But uh, mm-hmm. this turned into uh, almost. Like she called herself a pervert like the next day, but uh because she felt bad. Like I like I told him to strip to get naked, cuddle with me in the in the in the in the blanket near the fireplace to keep warm. Mm-hmm. I kind of kissed him when I put a drink in my mouth to put it in his mouth. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, I, I love their dynamic together. So <laughs> if it wasn't for dress a darling and uh Saki to me out, this probably would have been my couple still. <laughs> Mm, true, true. Uh, but yeah, uh, then you find out uh, after the snowstorm passed and all this, uh, Venetia's is feeling better. Uh, Dante was working for someone else, like, and he didn't tell Venetia's till now. So I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> mm. And they're like, oh, well, where's No? Uh, no is with uh, Chloe, who is also aka the Beast of the Woods, and her butler. <laughs> I forgot his name. Oh, uh, yeah, Jean Jacques. Oh. Yes, well, they are technically in France, the whole thing. So, but uh, basically, uh, no wakes up. 
she's he sees uh Chloe on top of him trying to suck his blood. It's like, who said you can suck my blood without consent? Damn it. Just... Mm-hmm. But uh basically when uh Noah was told to join them downstairs, to, like hang out, like talk, like discuss like why why he's why he's there and all that. He sees the shadowy figure from Charlatan who takes people's uh, true names and curses them. And he starts flipping the fuck out. And you find out that Chloe's like, yeah, because I she she took my name because I told her to because I made a deal. Mm-hmm. So so Noah's trying to attack the shadowy figure and then Noah gets knocked out. And then Noah and Jean-Jacques uh, start talking. They eventually, like, he becomes friends with him. And then you get Chloe's backstory of uh, basically this whole... Uh, the bloodline, uh, I can't pronounce their, uh, I can't pronounce their uh, last name, so I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that blank. <laughs> it's a complicated name. Uh, basically, uh, she's the last. She's the last. She's the last of their family because she's a vampire, while the rest were mortal. Uh, her father was trying to make this experiment of how to turn the vampires into human, and that was like their life's work. And you see a familiar figure from the first season, uh, Rutherford. His name is August. His his real name. And he had the vision of he thinks uh, vampires and humans should coexist together. You know, the thing he bit no for in the first season. Mm-hmm. So he, he had that same outlook until he lost his eye and was basically injured because of humans. Mm-hmm. So that's why his outlook changed. <laughs> and he wants Chloe to give her, give him the formula to like, I'm going to use it. To like, he doesn't say his plan. Like, I, I want your stuff. I want your, I want your work. And she says, no, fuck you. Get out. <laughs> And then she starts getting like lonely in the press because she's all by herself again. And then she gave up her name to this uh charlatan creature and to become this beast. And that was where that episode ended. Mm-hmm. So it's like, holy shit. <laughs> so I can't wait to see what happens next. I'm excited for Friday. Mm-hmm. It's definitely my favorite of the uh solo stuff. As now get to okay. Uh that is your turn. My turn. My turn. My turn, my turn, my turn. Um, we're gonna start off World's End Harem. Why you ask? Because Scribble Black anime has turned off Matthew. Yep, I'm taking a break. Fuck you. Yeah, you know, I, I feel the same way, but what is crazy is that this is a really good story outside of the, the shittiest fucking uh I know, but if you're gonna scribble a kiss, fuck you. Yes, I know. If you scribble a fucking tongue kiss, fuck you. Yeah, that um, like, like and, and, that was kind of the breaking point. That was definitely a breaking point. Yeah, like PG 13 animes can kiss, like or rated R without being scribbled, you can. But no, this is also PG 13. No, it's PG 13. Yeah, no, that's what I said. Like, so what the fuck? Which is funny when you have like, oh, well, I, I love that that meme that you posted it. It was like fucking, oh, um, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, NC-17, um, Worlds and Harm, PG-13. Yes, yes. So is uh, the new season. That's also uh, 17 plus. 17 plus. Meanwhile, you're having to scribble out fucking underboob. Yeah. And fucking a tongue kiss. And, you and know, uh, I mean, obviously a, girl, a girl's ass for, for her patties. Like, yeah, not even see through. I mean, you know, like obviously you, you need to censor the nipples, but I always said like they should have just done the Peter the Peter Grill route. Peter Grill, they just had like the the really really white fucking line, and it didn't cover everything. It was over just the just the naughty bits, um, or it was like in like a, a, a white background, so where blended in, um, beyond just the naughty bits, and it, it was done tastefully. But you could still like you know you could still conceptually think of something like. With fucking worlds and harm, it's just black scribble across half the screen where all you see is a face or the other character's face, and that's it. There's no nothing. There's no background. There's no like, oh, what's behind the, the behind the, the guy? Like you can't tell because it's black scribble. Where fucking there's nothing fucking crazy about it. But 
like I said, beyond just the black scribble, it's a good story. It's a really good story. Um, you watched episode three, or no, you watched the last episode and you just said fuck it, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw episode three. That's why I said you saw episode episode three and said fuck it. So basically, the the last two episodes basically talk about uh guy number three, um, subject number three. His name is right. Doikun. Uh Doikun was bullied in high school back uh before the, the MK virus killed everybody. So he was bullied in high school. Um, he would get picked on, he would get pissed on, fucking literally pissed on, spit on um by his senpais. And he lived a miserable life. He only had one friend, truly, and it was his teacher. Um, I forget her name, but her t- sensei. We'll just call it sensei for now. Sensei, yep, sensei. Um, yeah, the sensei was his only real friend, you know, an outlet, you know, to the issues. And she knew the bullying was going on, but, you know, he was trying to persevere. And he has a little sister, um, but that's not really too significant. But in any case, um, basically, he ends up with uh, that cellular virus and he gets put into sleep, cold sleep, wakes up five years later, um, finds out the MK virus is uh, what's it called? Is killed everybody. And he prays that they killed the, uh, the senpai right before he got into cold sleep. He got punched in the stomach and spit on for seeing his two senpais have sex behind a, uh, a tree. So that was uh, interesting. But in any case, um, basically wakes up from cold sleep and we see his um, his his tenant, uh, his uh, attendant, rather uh, Karen Chan. Uh, Karen Chan, basically, uh, they what they've done is they've replicated his entire high school. They put him back in high school because he never graduated. Um, so they put him back in high school and he's in his old high school with all women. And keep in mind, you know, he's still, I think, what, 16, maybe. Um, and all these girls, they're also 16. Um, but obviously, he's technically older because he's been around for five years. By definition, he's kind of 21, but he's still 16 in like, his body or whatever. Yeah, cryo-free. Cryo-free, yeah. Cause... Anyway, so basically, the story basically goes on how um, he adapts to his school and all that. And then after his, um, he like finds it crazy that like all these girls are just there. There's no guys and um but he's finding it easier to talk to them uh obviously because they're all interested in him but he's finding it easier to talk to them um karen basically after school brings him over to the piano room because he did play piano with sensei and he reunites with sensei in a very nice you know moment then sensei comes over and says hey you know can you come to my room because they have dorms now for the for the girls and the guys over the guy rather um so it's like hey can you come to the dorm um i want to you know talk to you like okay cool so he goes to the dorm late at night and the sensei says oh you know thank you for you know showing i missed you you know i always knew you'd, i'd see you again and um i want to give you a reward for you know surviving and they fuck he fucks his sensei she and fucked the 16 year old and he's like 20 something she must be 20 something or something like that and they fuck and they fuck and they fuck and they fuck they fuck a lot um and so basically that's how episode three ends episode four continues the story basically and how the girls are um more into doi they're being more bold doi is you know being more comfortable and the girls start to have a um basically a contest to figure out who's uh who's gonna sleep with doi so they do a swimming contest the fastest person gets to sleep with them first um i forget the woman's name but basically this girl wins um and supposedly her background is like oh she can't do jack shit for herself because of the fact that uh you know she comes from a rich spoiled family blah 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 so she basically tricks doikun into like you know feeding her changing her undressing her and of course you know they have sex and so um eventually he starts to put two and two together and he realizes like hey um like what's really fucking going on here and so he basically comes up with like hey you know you guys are experimenting on me because you know i'm a man and you know blah 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 that's why you have all these women here and karen basically takes him back to the 
to the to the classroom was like hey you were really close without us ever telling you anything so that's really impressive but the reality of it is like we need you to you know fuck all these women and spunk in them and have babies and she's like to tell you how serious i am girls get naked and they all get naked in front of doi kun and doi kun's like what the fuck whoa and that's how the episode basically oh i'm sorry i missed the part where um they i forget what uh ray two what was this what's the kid's name the main character guy two guy two yeah, um, I can look. Hold on, let me let me go find the newborn guy two, not guy one, guy two, Guy Fieri, <laughs> Guy Fieri. <laughs> uh, it's not uh, Rachel. Kyoji. It is Rachel. It is Rachel. What was Kyoji? No, it's Rachel. Kyoji is the guy one. He's the whore. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you meant the actual protagonist? Okay. Yeah, the actual protagonist. Yeah, Rachel, oh, okay. which is guy yeah. two. Yeah, so Reito, basically, they have a, a show on him. They're like, oh, since he's not having sex, he's like, you know, I'm going to come up with a, with a virus. And um, this pisses off the higher ups for, for the what is it? The, the they, we, we made we, we made this clone for nothing. Fuck it. Yeah, we made this clone for nothing. We made it after this girl. And this guy doesn't want to have sex with anybody. He just wants to fucking cure the virus. Fuck this guy. Let's remove his and, um, and watch romance with this other girl. Fuck. Yeah, right. So let's remove his fucking attendant. Because clearly she's fucking useless. So fuck him. And um, there's that part. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's it for uh, Worlds and Harem. Uh, moving on. Uh, where am I? At? Love of Kill. Man, Love of Kill is really good, dude. Um, basically, the story kind of progresses in terms of... Um, I forget their fucking names. Ryangha and um, uh, Chateau. So basically the story kind of goes with Ryangha and Chateau. Um, basically Ryangha's past is coming back uh, to haunt him. And in the process, because he and Chateau are kind of linked together, it's going to fuck up Chateau too. Um, basically a lot of people know that they, a lot of people know that they're like talking without knowing. And so as a result, um, Ryangha's old organization basically um, goes after Chateau. They run her off the road um, and basically, you know, like warn her like, hey, you know, tell your man, you know, time to pay up your debt, traitor. And they shoot her phone and she passes out from like, you know, being in the car accident and the rain. Ryangha finds her, you know, nurses her back to health. Meanwhile, Chateau is super embarrassed over everything that's happened. Um, and so... That's more or less the gist of episode three, episode four, or I think it's episode. That was episode two. Episode three of Love of, I'm sorry, yeah, of Love of Kill basically is um, they go back into town and um, Chateau has to apologize to uh, her employers, you know, for fucking up the car, for fucking up there. There was a woman there that, you know, she was supposed to like bring to them like a witness or something. She died in the accident. So sorry for that. Sorry for the car. And then they asked her like, hey, we told you not to fuck around with Ryangha. Um, and you're fucking around with him, aren't you? And she goes, sorry. You know, she doesn't answer the question. Then she just leaves. Um, she on the way over, by the way, before that, she tells Ryangha what the what her attacker told him. And, her, you know, he's like, uh, Ryangha is like, well, I wish you would have told me that sooner. And we get a flashback of Ryangha in his old organization. Basically, Ryangha was a high like ranking official. He was going to join like the, the board of governors of this like crime syndicate. And then he basically uh, uh became, betrayed them shot his boss in the head and then ran away so that's who the crime syndicate is after basically at this stage um but regardless basically after chateau leaves work uh Ryangha fucking followed her basically to her apartment and was like hey you know uh you, sh- you know let's hang out let's go on a date whatever like and you know at first uh chateau's like no what the fuck but then chateau like oh if i don't say no he's gonna wait outside of my apartment like a creep so she lets him in um and they have like uh some sort of like 
uh, sweets with like tea. And um, as they're sitting there talking about stuff, um, what's it called? Chateau, or I'm sorry, Ryangha looks at the, the family picture of Chateau and her parents. And Ryangha asks like, oh, those are your family. And Chateau's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then so they start talking back and forth about like, hey, what do you really want from me? And they're like, what do you really want from me? You know, you know, they're like, oh, I could take you in and whatever. Like they go back and forth basically on what they want from each other. Um, but they're clearly using each other. But there's clearly something going on as well. There's some sort of like tension there. Um, and then as they're having this discussion, um, somebody calls Chateau's phone very ominously. And she lets it go to voicemail. And the voicemail is her mother saying, hey, we haven't talked in a while. Um, it's coming up on the anniversary of your father's death. And uh, we should, uh, you know, we should talk about it. And, you know, I miss you, whatever. Talk later. And if you notice, and I think they might make this correlation, her father looks like the guy who he shot, um, his boss, his former boss, which is pretty interesting. We also see um, in, in different basically things after the credits for these, um, we see like bits and pieces of um, of you know, the past. And one of the things that Chateau remembers or that Ryangha remembers, one or the other, is basically Ryangha looking over like a baby Chateau, it appears. So there's clearly something that's way bigger than that going on, which is kind of creepy considering like, oh, this guy was, you know, an adult when Chateau was a child and now he's still an adult and Chateau is a grown woman. So and he's trying to date her. That's eh, kind of creepy. But <laughs> we digress. In any case, it's still, you know, legal. They're all grown. But anyway, um, yeah, basically the story is, is getting pretty good. You know, there's more layers that need to be unveiled and just the the awkward tension between them is entertaining. So um, definitely like that. Um, moving on. Uh, Strongest Sage. Strongest Sage is, is just pretty fucking great. You know, the guy is fucking OP as shit um at this stage like the dude is super op and he's basically killing demons left and right um he's getting rewards uh for killing the demons um who you know by definition like they should be like super duper difficult but this 12 year old kid is just fucking massacring them like nothing um at the end of episode uh I believe it's episode four right episode i'm gonna say it is episode four so at the end of episode four basically um well, first off, I didn't talk about episode three. Episode three, he meets up with a dragon who he basically bested in his previous life. Um, and the dragon was like, oh, I'm going to kill you. And then, of course, fucking um, Matias being OP as shit was like, no, you're not. And basically kind of like easily fucking like defeats the dragon again. And the dragon's like, hey, you're really familiar. Are you Gaius? And he goes, yeah, I am. But, you know, let's not talk about that. So keep that secret. And he's like, I need a ride basically over like a thousand kilometers. The reason why he needs a ride a thousand kilometers is after he defeated the demons and he asked for a reward, um, he felt the presence of a demon. He basically disrupted um, that uh, communication link inside of the king's chambers so the demons could overhear what they're planning, which is really interesting. And so he's like, hey, you know, I need a ride over 4,000 miles away. The dragon's like, hey, I haven't flown in thousands of years because my wings are all fucked up. Matthias magically fucking fixes her wings and was like, you should be good, right? And uh, the dragon's like, yeah, I should be good. And so they uh, go, you know, 5,000 miles or whatever over to this um, this venue. Um, and the the three of them, the party of them, they um, easily defeat the, the demons. And as a result of one, like this magical explosion that was caused by Matthias's attack on like the higher ranking demon, it exposed like a magical like stone, like a giant magical stone that's basically used to summon uh, mythical like beasts that are like super strong. 
um, the demon's original target was for them to summon within the city, but because of the, the giant blast, it ended up disrupting that target and it ended up being like 10 kilometers to the north or something of the city. And so, you know, the, the two girls are like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And Matthias is like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, fucking, uh, you know, with coordination, we should be able to defeat them. Like the, the school kids should be able to defeat him, not the army, but the school kids with coordination and technique, we should be able to beat them. No problem. And so he brings this up to the, um, to bring this up to the headmaster but beforehand before he brings this up to the headmaster and to the king um we have his uh his dragon uh his dragon's name um dragon's name is iris and basically iris he goes hey um iris is like what are we going to do after what am i going to do after i drop you guys off so matthias is like hey you should uh join the academy you could be around us and then matthias is like and i can have a free ride whenever i want and so um she's like oh matthias is like hey you have a uh a spell right where you can turn into a human and she goes yeah she's like he's like okay we'll do that and then i'll get you in the, in the academy so she does and um she looks like basically kind of like a little girl but she's their age um i think it's like 13 i think but in any case she's um uh matthias asked the headmaster like hey i need a favor can you uh basically induct this girl into the school and the headmaster is like hey can't do that i'll but i'll give you uh, i'll give her a transfer test so she can you know earn her way in and so of course it's a fucking dragon so the dragon is super like op but the dragon doesn't know how to use her power um iris doesn't know how to use her power so she like destroys fucking everything basically um eventually though when matthias is like does she pass because he she did destroy everything as kind of intended the headmaster is like fuck it you pass and that's how the episode ends so like i said if you love op shit like op characters this is um princess connect you know truthfully with princess connect i want to give it up so bad but when i want to give it up they give me an episode like the last episode and i'm hooked because of the fact that the animation is just absolutely fucking stupendous it is stupidly good dude it is really really fucking good and that alone attracts me to the fucking show the story is quite all over the place like if you're looking for plot it's fucking weird there's so many random things i can't even describe to you coherently what happened between three and four the only thing i could say basically is with episode four um they're on this island called like beast island doing some quests they meet up with another guild and the guild both of them basically um they end up taking the quest of defeating all the shadows the shadows are um the the this like crazy queen um they basically broke off from her and they're like just killing you know without purpose versus when they're under the queen they're killing to harvest souls for the queen so basically they have to kill all these shadows um along the way um, some I, I don't even know what the fuck you want to call her, but basically recognize Yuki, which is the main character who is who's lost all his memories and is basically a special needs kid at this stage. Like he talks like a special needs kid, right, maybe, right. you know, what I mean, so um, you recognize him like, oh, you don't remember me. And he's like, huh? and then she's like, oh, your memories, they're gone. OK, so she tries to explain to the group like what's going on, you know, whatever happens. And they're like, hey, um, my real body is inside of a golem and this golem that the shadows are attacking. And I need you guys to you know, save me. And I promise to do something for you. Some shit like that. I don't know. So they do this crazy fucking battle happens. Super duper crazy. Epic, epic ass battle. And um, eventually, as um, <clears throat> uh, Pecorine, which is uh, basically like the head of the guild, she loves food and she's super powerful herself. She's an actual princess from like some city or whatever. Um, she's about to deal this like super death blow to the golem, um, to the shadows that are inside the golem. She gets summoned. And when she gets summoned, she gets summoned to the uh, crazy queen, basically, um, who uh, has what's her face? Karen, Karine. 
as a subordinate she gets randomly summoned to her like palace to end that episode so that was pretty cool and we also get a glimpse of yuki dreaming about like the scene where he lost his memory in some battle um so that was pretty interesting again that was also stupidly fucking stupidly wonderful in terms of what's it called in terms of the uh the animation um but yeah like i said in terms of a story it's super incoherent it's just you know if you want dope ass action and it's got some funny moments as well because yuki basically acts special needs a bunch of crazy stupid shit happens to him and it's quite funny like he'll like randomly like be like ah he's like charging into attack and all of a sudden like like fucking a giant fucking bird will come and eat him as <laughs> he's coming back. It's like some South Park shit. It's kind of funny. Um, it's random as fuck, but because it's random, that's what makes it fun, at least to me. So, you know, I get some laughs. I get stupendously fucking animated fights um, and I get a bunch of Gaga with the fucking story. So that's, <laughs> me. that's me. It'll never be above a three. But, you know, in any case, that's Princess Connect. Um, And finally, Boruto. Boruto's on a wonderful fucking loop again in terms of the story. Um, basically, the last two episodes of Boruto focus on Team Seven. Kawaki is part of Team Seven. They are dispatched over to uh, the Land of Water um, to basically escort Katasuke um, over to a um, like this like convention of scientists because of some like invention that the Land of Water came out with. So they go over there. And uh, Kawaki's never been to the sea. He's never seen the sea before, so he's enamored by the sea. He loves it. It's beautiful. Until he gets on a boat and he gets seasick and he's just throwing up like crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. He gets onto the island. He's all fucked up. And he's like, hey, I'm going to rest. And the team's like, yeah, that's a good idea. You're fucked up. No problem. All good. So they go over to like this venue. Um, they get law. I'm sorry, they're late because Katasuke is fucking scatterbrained. He's like, Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. And he like goes like all these vendors and waste time and shit. So they end up being a little late, but they finally make it to the venue. And um basically, as this is happening, there is um a plan uh done by these like basically pirates that are near the island, and they're planning to do some crazy shit. Um as we, this happens, one of the things that Boruto was looking forward to on the on the plane, or sorry, not on the plane, on the um on the boat trip, was seeing his friend Kagura, who is basically um the one of the, like the Mizukage's like top people, um and he shows up first in like episode like in the in the beginning thirties, I think it's like 30, 31, 32, There's like a little mini series where the class goes on a field trip to the land of water, and they end up fighting like these new seven like these new like like late teens they're like 18 19 or something and they're basically this, the new seven ninja swordsmen they're evil and basically team seven fights them they, they beat them and the rest of them get thrown in jail and i think the top guy dies um to fucking kagura or something but in any case um that's how the episode kind of begins also we see kagura as a prison ward and um he basically like has the three of them there that like they were captured and was like you know like i believe in you guys whatever but they're still being dicks to him it comes into play later but basically as this is happening the pirates are like planning something and boruto's like hey i want to see uh kagura and he's like oh where's kagura he's not part of like the shinobi like team that's here he finally asked one of the shinobi and like oh kagura got transferred he's, he's basically the top aide to the mizukage at this point or advisor top advisor and he got transferred to be a prison ward um prison warden and he's like, why would you do that? And we find out basically it's so he can watch over his three former like classmates who can descend the seven ninja swordsmen um, while, you know, being useful to the thing. So he's like, hey, you know, I want to see him. <clears throat> and um, Kataska is like, oh, you know, I really wanted to see that new state of the art prison that's there, but I won't be able to. It'd be nice if someone can go and report to me what they found. And um, Sarada, who's the captain at this point, and Mitsuki are like, yeah, you know, go ahead as long as you're back by the time the airship, because they have airships going to this like special island for like wind turbines, uh, creating electricity. I think that's the special invention. 
as long as you're back. Like, okay, cool. So he goes, speaks to Kagura. Everything's happy. Everything's all good. And Kagura shows him like the top fucking um, the top uh, prisoner. And it's this guy called Funato. And Funato was this crazy pirate that killed so many people. And there was like this major raid that happened five years in the past. And that's how they got his ass. And so he's the top guy there. Like if he gets any sort of water, like you see him all dried out and like a skeleton. It's because he's been deprived of water because obviously, you know, they're land of water, water style. So he's deprived of the water, any water. He becomes like really, really fucking tough to beat. So um, we see that. And then basically at the end of the episode, of 233 we see um the funado basically go into play and they have like a top airship that has like the 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 son of like the inventor as well as like top like economic vips from all across the world and that ship blows up boom blows up fucking looks like um um god what's the what's the um the really faint the heisenberg the famous uh, airship that blew up, the Heisenberg. It looks like the Heisenberg's completely right. blown up, right? Fuck crazy. Um, and then at the same time, uh, some people from the Funado clan, they go and they break into the prison. They start breaking into the prison. And so that moves into this week, this past week's episode um, where the people in the prison are fighting uh, the prison wards. They cut off all the all the um, communications. They, they basically beat the shit out of everybody. At the same time that this is happening, um, and some other brands of pirates, they basically shoot like this crate from this crazy ship. Um, they blow up the the land of waters, like main base in the east, and it's all fucked up, right? Just fucks them all up. They're just completely outrunning them. Eventually, they manage to free that top Funato, the head of the Funato clan, um, after they beat Kagura and and, uh, and Boruto in the prison. Um, the guy, the son of the of the main head of the of the Kagura clan, he's got like this electronic version of Samehade. Where like basically it like does the sh- similar shit that Samahata does, including eating chakra and liking chakra, except it's like it looks like a ninja tool, which is pretty cool. Um, but in any case, basically all this is happening at the same time, and um, everybody's basically thoroughly defeated at this stage. Katasuke is okay, by the way. He's got minor injuries, um, thanks to the explosion, and Kawaki's there as well. He returned um shortly before the incident happened from his seasickness. Um, but in any case, Boruto has to go back over to the location with Kagura. They, you know, survey the scene. Everything's all good. You know, they find out, but this is what's going on. And then they realize, oh, from the previous uh, story um, where they had uh, Denki and uh, Metal, uh, Metal Lee and uh, Iwabe, um, basically they are um, on, the, they're in that same vicinity on that Easter, Eastern Island that got taken over. Baroto's like, fuck, we can't like leave them. We have to, you know, go and rescue them. We have to go rescue them. So he's like, fuck. All right, we'll go rescue them. Um, so basically, Kagura goes to the Mizukage's office, asks to help Boruto and them re- regroup with uh, with Team 5 on the island. And at the same time, while they're there, they'll assist with trying to retake the island back from the, from the pirates. And so Chojuro is like, fuck. All right. I'll let you do it. And so he um he gives him his fucking ninja sword, which is pretty cool. I forget the name of it. Um, but he basically gives him his ninja sword. And um uh Kagura's shocked. He's like, You're giving me your ninja sword. And he's like, Well, at this stage, you'll put better use to it than I will. So I trust you. And then he's like, Hey, you need subordinates. And um, uh, what's it called? Um, Kagura's like, Yeah, no problem. I I know who to pick. And he picks this the, his three former comrades, the the other three ninja swordsmen um from the prison and they're basically there boruto and sarda are like dude what the fuck why would you do that they're going to betray us like it's fucked up blah 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 um but 
reluctantly they all go in like this rinky dink ass boat and the episode ends with them on the rinky dink boat heading over to the eastern island to try and regroup with team five and begin their basically assault on the island so they can help bring it back to the land of water so that was really good shit though as a whole like it's you know super super entertaining good story good fighting um with jitsu and shit so really cool that's it for me all right very good shit indeed good shit pal all right uh now, oh yeah, no commercial break, so we just gotta get right to it. Mm-hmm. Stuff we're doing together. Uh, let's start with Rose King. I like it. You know, it's I do, I like it, but at the same time, I think Richard's stuff is dragging. Do you did you see this week's episode? I did. Yeah, I saw the romantic getaway, Richard and Hendrix. You know, it's it's crazy because it's based. So, what would you call it? Because I mean, on the face of the of the encounter, it's Yaoi as fuck, but. Richard is a girl or a trans- intersex. Yeah. A, a, what's it called? A, a transvestite. Is that what they're called? It's intersex. Intersex. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, does, so does she have tits and a dick? Does she have like a vagina? We, we, we don't know much about his anatomy of she what specifically. I, I, definitely I we, we know he has breasts. We know he has breasts. Yeah. <laughs> definitely got boobs. Definitely got opi. Probably. Cheese opi. Small yeah. Um, and then we don't know if, if he's got a manko or a chimpo. We don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, like again, this the stuff in this. It, it's just starting to drag a little. Just his, this, this is stuff in particular. Well, this the story focuses on him. That's the purpose. I know, but it's just, it's just, this one just didn't click with him, to me with him. I mean, he's the reason why I got the Yahweh vibes too is because he's falling for for uh, Henry. Henry, yeah, he's falling for Henry, but he's also got Alice. I think her name is Alice. The the uh, his friends from the that they they pen pal. The, I believe that's Alice. Alice, I think. Yeah. So on it's like on the face of his, you know, life, he has to basically court Alice, but he's fallen in love with Henry, a man. Right. Um, everyone knows him as a man, but he's technically a woman because he's like, Oh, I have, you know, my womanhood and stuff. And so something tells me he has a Monko and he's, he's just a, a woman dressed in his has to be recognized as a man. I or could have both. But you know, or could have both. We don't know. It's it, I find that interesting. Like that that principle is interesting. Um, the soap opera aspect, I wouldn't call it interesting, but it is entertaining. It is truly Shakespearean from that standpoint, you know. The only difference is like, oh, th- uh, thou shalt not, you know, defeat me for thine. You know, I'm glad it's not like that, but um, I don't know. Like, I get what you're saying, where it may not click. I find it so unique. That's why I enjoy it, very, you know. So yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, you're kind of like uh... no, 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 no. Sorry, I had to type something. <laughs> no, you're no, good. No, no, my partner, my partner just made it to Vermont. So, oh, nice. What are they doing there? Uh, look, looking at the house tomorrow. Looking at the house. Wow. Yeah. It's so crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. Tours at one o'clock. So nice. That's a lot of money too. I was like, fuck. I was, I was, a, <sighs> I was a postman get all that money. Fuck. They got, they got it too. <laughs> oh shit. But uh, no, that's like, raw. Hint, hint. Hey, oh. Yeah, so um, I'm, the only thing it really needs is the new septic tank, and they're putting one in spring, so that should give me plenty of time to try to get a transfer in beforehand. Hopefully, buddy. Hopefully. Yeah, uh, I just got to call the guy tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, but yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. This is about anime, not, not me moving. Yes, indeed. Personal life. Uh, again, aside from this, I still enjoy it. Like, I don't hate it. I don't want to drop it, despite people giving it low ratings. I don't hate it at all. Who are people giving low ratings? Like it's, it's, it's probably the second lowest rated for the season. People don't have culture. That's why. 
Yeah, it's like a 5.74. You'd watch fucking... They'd watch the Black Scribble anime over this? Uh, hold on. Let me see the score for that. Yep. Six point... Almost 6.5. What the fuck? I know. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? At least here, uh, like, you you know, you, they don't blur out fucking shit. Like, you know, you see some sort of cleavage and whatnot. And the principle of having sex. Right. No, but, again, it's still intriguing with... I, I it, Again, this is mostly about Richard and Henry at the end of the day. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I expect this to be a lot more twisted. It may be coming. I mean, we still have what... Seven, I hope so. I, 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 I guess some vibes, like, something's going to take a very serious dark turn. Has to. I mean, at this point, it's very soap opera-esque with... Um, with Edward, is it Edward? Um, who's the who's the king now? Who's the king now? Ed, no, Edward went after Henry. Who right. is is it? Not William. Um, uh, it's not Edward, is it? Let me fucking go to the uh, Rose. Ra- I think it's Edward Lancaster. Richard and Margaret. Edward the fourth. Edward the or- fourth. Edward the fourth is who it is. Edward the fourth is the current king of Lancaster or York. It doesn't say. It just says Edward IV, which means four. Okay, very good. Yes. So anyway, yeah, I mean that twist with you know him like needing to marry the the princess of France for political gain, but being in love with like the former Lancasterian who is doesn't love him but wants to kill him to basically avenge her husband. Like it's pretty unique from that standpoint. That's it's very Shakespearean. Um, but it is it's just intriguing. And you know, it's not gonna be my favorite anime of the year by any stretch, but it's such a unique take on anime that that's why I look forward to it in a way, even though it's the first one I watch on Sundays. It's yeah, you know, but still, I like it. No, I like it too. There's I just had a little problems with it, but it's still good overall. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Platinum end. More <sighs> characters join the fray. I just feel so meh at this stage of it. Truthfully, uh, we're we're almost there. We're almost there. Like, I want to grade it because, I mean, I feel like with eight episodes to go, like, I've got a decent clip of it, but I don't want to grade it so soon because eight episodes is a long time to fucking blow me away and make it a four. It's a three. Yeah, it's it's still, it's still a three, but, oh, my gosh. What, did we, did, do you remember the names of those FBI agents? Mm. <laughs> Good answer. Like, ah, no. No, I don't. Mm, I really don't. No. But long story short, there's two there's two of them that want to help out Mirai not be used as a weapon, so they're trying to keep him hidden. Because, you know, one of them had to be a blabbermouth about the god candidates, the fucking mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. Fuck that kid. Mm-hmm. Was like, 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 okay, then keep your fucking mouth shut, guy. Susumu is yeah. uh, the kid. Susumu? Susumu's the kid, yeah. Yeah, Susu Cock, fuck you. Susu Cock, but he's fucking like 12 or 10. He says Susu Cock, not Cock. Oh, this is cock. I was like, whoa. No, Susu cock. Whoa. <laughs> no, Susu bitch. There we go. Fuck you for revealing everything about them. <sighs> but yeah, uh, Saki shot the, the female API agent with the arrow, so now she loves him. She loves her. She loves her. So I got, but apparently, they all may be the guy who fought it himself because to try to gain our trust. Yeah, that shit. Mm. But no, it, it's the show's not hidden again. I just stopped caring at this point. Yeah, we're just watching it because we're committed to it. Yeah, they, we 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 made it this far. We may as well. Right, right. We're like sixty percent done, but we're we're gonna be happy when it's over. We will be. It yeah, will probably land on our top five disappointments of twenty twenty one and two. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not giving it any fucking grade. It's twenty one. It's it's over and go away. Twenty one. It's still in the twenty one. So I'm not counting the second half or anything. Anyway, let's just move on. Uh, 
24th Ward, uh, Tokyo 24th Ward. I hardly remember mod so I'll let you take over for this Christ. Um, yeah, <laughs> fuck. Um, um, should we talk about episode three? Yeah, we have to talk about episode three. So, episode three, <clears throat> um, they're playing, Remember, they're, we gotta keep them short for Sean's sake. Oh, god. Um, episode three basically, they are preparing for the gourmet fest. Uh, eventually, I forget. What's his name? Sensei. The sensei basically is part of the team and knows that the other, like the 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 mafia, the what's it called, the yakuza gang that is there, are cheating. And so, um, what's it called? So he disqualifies them, which is going to cause major problems, I'm sure, later on. But for right now, um, basically they, um, what's her face? Um, I forget her name. What's her name? Which one? The, the cook. Mai? Is it Mai? The the female cook? Yeah. Uh, Mary. Mari, Mari, yeah. So Mari wins, but as she's going to win, um, they get a call from Asumi. Asumi is like, hey, a major a hazard cast is down. A major tornado is going to come and fuck everyone and kill everyone up. Like, you have to save as many people as you can. Like, but you, again, like, there's not a chance in hell no one's, everyone lives. People are going to die. And so they do what they can, but they're kind of, like, rushed because of this thing happening so soon. So they manage to evacuate people. They have their own plans in order to try and save the, the people as much as they can. Um, but they kind of basically kind of coincide with, they, uh, no, sorry, not coincide, but they um, brush up against each other, which ends up causing problems toward the end. Um, one of the major things that's there is um one of the major plot points is kosue kosue was the little girl who lost um uh, sumi i guess she was best friends with asumi and lost her and she was you know extremely upset over it she becomes like a, a shut-in doesn't go to school etc her father is, is the sensei and basically her father at the beginning of the episode was like hey i want you to come out to the, to the festival i want you to come out to the festival she didn't want to but then she saw one of uh ran's um uh what's it called homegirls there i think the girl that likes him uh was posting on instagram about this festival and she's like oh i want to go so i can see her so she goes without basically her father knowing all good the mom knows like everything's good you know it's, she can go out no problem but um basically toward the end of this episode it causes an issue because kosue ends up finding ends up being on her own and um her father's there her father notices her her father goes to protect her in the tornado and um uh what's the blue hair blue hair guy's name Blue hair, uh, Shuta. Shu, yeah, Shu. So Shu basically ties himself to, um, to I, something I forget. And, um, Rand and, um, what the fuck is this guy's name? Uh, Koki and Koki hold on to him to try and like support him. He goes to try and save Kosue and the sensei, um, but he can only save one. And so he, the sensei basically gives Kosue to Shu and, you know, thanks them or whatever. And he gets blown away in the tornado. Um, once everything is it's all like said. It's like very, and, very ministerious. <laughs> yes, it is. So basically when everything's all said and done, 12 people die, including the sensei. Um, but a lot more people could have died. Um, and there's a bit controversy on why hazard cast couldn't work. Um, at the end of that, though, is when we get a, a reveal. Okay we get a reveal and the guy's name is i think like it's like severus or something right yeah um, coceris or some shit like that anyway basically it's like some evil character and he basically says like oh i've been thrust on upon the earth in order to make you guys make critical choices and people are gonna die blah 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 and so that ends that episode episode four um begins with the controversy of that hacking they're like oh it's just some hacker that's like making threats other people say like oh it's the end of the world like you know nobody knows really truthfully um but basically we see the uh the services for the 12 people including the sensei 
um everyone's upset over that you know about what's going on and uh, rgb basically get together after the services and they're like hey if we get another call from asumi let's all agree to meet up and we'll deal with it together so what happened last time doesn't happen again like okay cool all good no problem um one day um mari and shu are closing their respective shops in in like their little area and they see cosue walking early in the episode Kosue decides to go out in the middle of the night basically and they see Kosue walking alone and so Mari tells Shu to go like find out you know what's up with Kosue and protect her if she needs protecting so Shu goes Kosue doesn't want to be bothered though um and at the same time this is going on um earlier in the episode we learn of a mysterious like drug called drug D drug D is um like a super addictive like drug but short like it's a short high and super addictive like people go crazy over this shit and it's being basically primarily booted in a place called shantytown which is like the really hood shitty part of the 24th ward um basically um koki's father who's the uh, the governor of 24th ward he wants to basically sell all those uh sell out that that um that area to uh, an American investor so they can basically make a casino off of it. And they're basically going to take all the residents, which are basically drug addicts and um, uh, illegal aliens and just kick them out and fuck them. You know, that's basically the goal. Um, and so we see um, Kosue go into Shantytown and she was like, yo, Shantytown isn't a place for you. What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. blah. But uh, again, Kosue doesn't really let on to like what's going on. Um, at the same time, earlier in that episode, episode four, we see Rand and his crew are also in Shantytown doing like their own thing. Um, Rand mentions that one of his homies as part of the crew lives in Shantytown, but he hasn't been around lately. And we see he's kind of like a shut in, like he's like kind of like a nerd or whatever. Um, but he's like basically does his own thing. So as Kosue goes, you know, goes on, whatever, there's a drug dealer that basically is trying to be apprehended by Sarg, which is the police. And right. Shu gets basically brought into that like apprehension. So he manages to help Sarg. And when he does, he meets up with Koki and Koki. He explains to Koki like, hey, I was following Kosue. Kosue is like, you know, somewhere around here. And so him and Kosue start or him and Koki rather start trying to find Kosue. Um, eventually, we see Kosue end up in front of like a painting um, that uh, that the uh, Rand's clan. Um, I forget what, what is they called again? Um, Red, like Riot or something. His name? No, the R- Rand. No, yeah. What's his clan's name? Like the Do Red, Do Red. Yeah, Do Red. So basically, Do Red. Um, he she ends up in front of a painting, and we come to find out basically she admires the, the leader of Do Red, um, because the leader of Do Red is basically painting murals across the twenty fourth ward of um of her father. Um, she recognizes the significance behind them. It's basically to honor her father, and she like wants to like she's enamored by the leader and loves like the art and things of that nature. She doesn't realize that the leader of Do Red is Rand. Um, and basically she ends up meeting up with the guy, the recluse. I forget his name now at this point, but the recluse. And you know everything is all good. She gets pictures. They talk. Um, everything is kind of like all good at the end of the day. Um, and at the same time, basically, um, when everything's all said and done, she ends up in front of another. Like, oh, let me back up. Shu had lost Coastway, but when she finds out, like, you know, everything's good. She's being taken care of by one of Rand's people. Like, everything's all good. Um, Shu ends up helping Rand with another portrait, and they have a discussion about what's going on with things that you know, with things going on. And you know, everything's all good at the end of the day. Shu is there. Um, ends up chilling by that mural and he ends up linking up with Kosue because Kosue is following the murals. She takes a picture. They have a conversation. Um, she apologizes. Everything's all good to end the episode. Um, basically, in an after credit, as they're there sitting on the bench, um, we see a um, uh, what's it called? We see a scene 
where um that like leader like severus or whatever the fuck his name is like he basically hacks the sky which is pretty wild like some crazy phenomena happens in the sky at the same time that they're observing it the three rgb rgb they get a call from um from uh from asumi or who the person who's basically uh spoofing asumi and they give them a new scenario basically there's a luxury cruise liner um in tokyo bay and um there's a terrorist on it and so you have two choices you can let the terrorist do what he's going to do which is blow up the board the, the boat and a lot of people die um or you can shoot the terrorist dead and you know everything is all good so um everyone's like oh well, let's shoot the terrorist oh that's easy the fuck of course we'll do that but well, little rand, do they know <laughs> little do they know rand is stuck when they ask rand what's going on he's like the terrorist is my homie the same homie that saved kosue and the end the episode ends when you see basically his homie like debt like making like the the c4 like he's basically connecting the yeah. c4 and he's like maniacally talking about um something that was brought up in the episode basically that if you're from shantytown which by the way we find out rand is from shantytown him and rand are our best friends and they came from shantytown and he, he told kosue this like when you're in shantytown you have two choices uh you can be a criminal and try and rule the world with crime or you can find art and get out and that's what rand did he's like for me i've got neither and so he's going to become a terrorist. So that was a pretty, pretty solid fucking twist at yeah. the end of that. And so episode five, which comes out uh, tomorrow as we're recording, uh, yep. will be um, basically what they do about that terrorist, a.k.a. Rand's homie. So good shit. Good shit, indeed. All right. Genius Prince. Mm. We see we we get introduced to Lowell. Lolo? Uh, Lolo Mina. Loa. Just call her Loa. Loa, yes. That's what they call her anyway, Loa. Okay, yeah, we 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 get introduced to her, and she's there to be the wife of Wayne. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, huh? Hey, nanny? Yeah, yeah, but pretty much the whole. I'm sorry, they keep saying Wayne. I keep, I always say Ween. Like Ween. Yeah. It looks like Ween. It's fucking spelled Ween or Wine. It's Wayne. It is Wayne, but it is Wayne. Okay. It's fucking Ween to me. I just as a joke. It's Wayne. <laughs> fucking uh, Ween. Then Wayne's like, "All right, let's let's be real. This isn't why really why you." Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, well, you're right. Yeah, I'm we... here to basically join me so we can overthrow my empire, my family's empire, because my brothers are fighting." Yeah, for though, and Matt didn't explain. Basically, we find out the the history between Wayne and Wayne and Loa, and that basically they were best friends in um in the, in the, the academy, academy, the military academy. Basically, they were like very mischievous and conniving, and basically matched each other's uh kinetivity uh, in terms of you know trying to come up with schemes and things of that nature. And you know, and they always... even then she was trying to ask for his help, but he's just like, nope. Yeah, we find that out at the end, but we'll get into that. Keep going. Yeah. And then uh, and she's actually friends with Nim. <laughs> yeah, they're best friends. Yeah, so that, that's always good too. I love Nim. I love, she's probably my favorite girl. She reminds me a lot of fucking what's her face from um, Wandering Elaine. Elena, yeah, she's she yeah. basically drew, drawn in the same fucking in the same spear. Or Amelia, yeah. Or Amelia, yeah. But I I, I love her. She's probably yes. my favorite. She's definitely one of my favorites. Nim is definitely one of my favorites. I really want her and fucking Wayne to get together. I think they will. <laughs> Just they, he, she just knows that he they can't right now. It was very adorable when she was like later on. Well, I will skip it. They they're gonna talk about that. In a, they're actually gonna talk about that in a second because basically, uh, Lowell's plan backfired when Wayne said no because it's like I had no army, even when you helped me, it was to put everyone else at risk. I'm trying to retire, damn it. <laughs> right? He's like, I'm trying not to do fucking shit, and you want me to fucking go into a war with you? Fuck yeah, you. and I'm well, I'm probably gonna die. Like, I know I could win, but right. Probably not this time. <laughs> right. So she's like, hi, whatever. I'll give it to you later. 
And then she uh, talks to Nim. No, sorry. Uh, Nim talks to Elk, the sister. Because mm-hmm. like, don't you want like, would it be nice if you married my brother? And she's like, I can't do that. Like, why? Because if I had to do something like that, I would have to basically cut my, I have to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, because it would bring scrutiny no. onto him. But at the end of the day, I have something that's even better than marriage. Um, I have his heart. And he says, like, oh, you know, like you can you can have many marriages, you can have whatever. You can only have one heart. And when Wayne said that I have his heart, then you know that means everything to me. And yeah, I was like, oh, I, that's no, so fucking cute. Yeah, I, I loved Wayne for that in, in the previous episode. Yes, I did. Basically, this guy was just talking shit about Nim. And he's just like, you thought he was gonna kill him right there, but no, he had this charming smile, like, all right, goodbye, you nice meeting and- you. And later on, cut like, his head do off. Not. He just stabs him. Yeah. Like, do not attack my heart ever again. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yep. Yep. So he might be my best boy so far. We'll see. We'll see as the episodes progress. Indeed. But now we get the uh we get a bit of flashback with Lo and Wayne again. It's like, well, if you want me to actually join you, you gotta you gotta have to somehow trick me into saying yes. Mm-hmm. So she kind of got that like. Okay, that's a clue. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so he's trying to test me. <laughs> that type of thing. I think that's what it is. Like, he, like he knows what he said, but did you just see what she can do about it? Mm-hmm. So you think she's gonna pull it off next episode? Oh wait, you saw, you saw, you saw this week. I didn't yet. No, I have not. Oh, you, oh, you didn't see. Oh, you didn't see it today. I didn't see it beforehand. No, I didn't see it. So oh. gonna, well, do you think she's going to in the next episode? <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna fucking get the alliance. I think that it's, it's inevitable. I think it's yeah. inevitable. Um, they're not gonna get married. No, I think. no, I, they'll, they'll probably like fake it to like for the like just for the, like play it off for the people. Yeah, probably. We'll see because I think that will be too much work for him. But I, I'm enjoying the series a lot more as it keeps going on. It's a very good. It's funny. It's a funny series. It's got, you know, solid characters. The story's OK. Animation's OK. Music is OK. It's you know, it's not it's not a bad series by any stretch of the imagination whatsoever. No, I, I am thoroughly entertained. Yeah, I think this is definitely make it somewhere in the top this season if it keeps going like this. I mean, I'm only watching 13, so I can tell you right now, Princess Connect, unless they do something spectacular, won't make it. Uh, Worlds and Harm won't make it. And for me, that's it. It'll be tougher. Everything else will be tougher. To yeah, then just, just put them in order is going to be the tough part. Oh, Platinum Men won't make it, for sure. No, no, no. no. At, minimum, at minimum, it's 10. Okay. At minimum, it's in the top 10 for me. All righty. Moving on. Realist Hero. God damn I love Carmine. it. I fucking love Carmine. it. This season is fucking great. Realist, this season of Realist Hero is fucking awesome. Yeah, it, 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 actually, it actually picked up. And that was one of my complaints for part one. And it's not even action. There's no action. It's just great story. Great yeah, that. fucking story. Uh, but yeah, like a good first half of this mm-hmm. is just the prison with uh, Kazuya and uh, Carmine. Yeah, so and we get pissed off. We get pissed off, Soma. Yes. Super pissed. He is super fucking salty. And Yusuke is great as a voice actor for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love his emotions. Yeah, he's great. He plays them off so fucking well. Yeah, he does really good shit. Especially his crying. It's perfect. Mm. But uh, yeah, like Carmine's like, oh, I'm no, I ain't telling you shit. I am a stubborn piece of shit. Basically, long story short, he's a gangster, like, bro. No, no, he he like he's going no, down. Gorg, with it was Gorg, Gorg. Yeah, Gorg. Gorg is a gangster. 
Yeah, he's like, nope, I'm going down. I ain't giving. I lost, so I'm going down with this. And Soma is pissed. Soma's like, you know, like it's so hard to have great, great uh, people in my cabinet. You're a great person. Like, I don't want to have to do what I'm gonna have to do to you. Like, it's fucked up. Like, did you not like realize, like, hey, like it, there could be a better solution for this? Like, why are you signing this death pact along with these other motherfuckers? And he's like, there was no like, other Alicia, solution. Alicia wants to talk to you. <laughs> Yeah, and he, she's he's like, like does, she have any, does you have any important to say? He's like, probably not really. He's like, Dad, I have nothing to say. He's like, nope. He's like, I said my final farewells when you gave your ultimatum. I was like, I was fucking cold. That was so cold. And then he shit. basically, I thought he was just testing them, but he's like, okay, I have right here. This is the poison. No, but you, before he gave him the poison, he, uh, what's Soma asked Gorg about, um, hey, like, I know there's other shit going on around the country. Tell me yeah, what yeah. it is. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Gorg is like, nope, you'll find out when they feel like telling you. Like, I'm not yeah. going to tell you. Yeah, I lost to be a prisoner, not like work under you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, and he's not snitching, bro. That shit was wild. And so fucking Soma's like, here, he's like, here's fucking a uh, poison wine, a vial yeah, of yeah. poison wine. I'm going to give this to all your other comrades who, who need to die. Like, and, who, you know, who, who, who choose this? Like, basically like it's, like it's painless it's yeah and so gorg thanks him takes the wine and said you know like to um to the kingdom's success and to happiness and success for you and leisha and i'll be rooting for you guys on the other side he drinks it he just dies. downed it downed it dies and so much just looked like so fucking like defeated like like, like, like he was hoping that was not going to be the case yeah and yeah, he didn't want him to die. <laughs> he didn't. And so he goes over to Leisha, who's basically, he said, buried herself in her work and tells Leisha, like, hey, Gorg is dead. And Leisha's like, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, like, oh, this person I looked up to when I was a kid. Okay. And she kept going, even though I'm sure she was heartbroken. And they'll probably delve into that. Yeah, but, but, the, she, but she, it's more like she understood. Yeah, she understood. Yeah. And now the next half, we, we toned out the intense. That, yeah. And we, got, and we got some lighthearted, little, little, little fun, little fun charm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Aisha's father, like, hey, yeah, basically, they named Aisha uh, the official like protector of Soma, and um, they're like, oh, you know, you're the official protector, whatever. And then, um, they call Aisha's father and was like, hey, you know, thank you for your reinforcements, you know, they were definitely helpful. We want to reward you for, you know, looking out for me, name something, and I'll do it or I'll get it for you, no problem. Yep. And like, his well... father's like, uh, marry my daughter, and <laughs> Soma's like, hey. <clears throat> even this she's like i fuck it what <laughs> no but then lisha uh, yeah, she starts to yeah Aisha's super embarrassed that her father just basically proposed marriage for her to the king and lisha's like uh no first off the fucking the attendant was like oh heck uh, like this is uh this is acceptable under like, our you law. know he's being married <laughs> right and uh lisha was like you know what i like you you know what i like her and like, you know, at the end of the day, there's going to be times where you're going to have to marry for political purposes. So there's not a chance in hell I was going to be your only wife. So, you know, what? As so long as I know her, so like you're beneath me good. no matter what. And she goes to Aisha. Aisha. Hi. She's and she basically says, um, you know, she's like, I'm not going to cede the, the title of his first wife. So you must be content being his second wife. Is that OK with you? And Aisha's yep. like, as long as I get to stay by him forever, then that's all I care about. And so uh what's his face soma embarrassingly and begrudgingly yes. agrees. agrees and so now he's got two and, wives. Well, wait there's more well wait there's more juna doesn't confidently this deals down like you know what we have all this for you i did all this so now i want to be the third 
I want to be wife number three. I want to be my Kazuma's like son, Munkle. Like, Kazuma's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, no. And then not right fucking, now, not right now. Yeah, no. He's like, no. And then this automatically like you know disappoints fucking uh, Juma. Yeah, no. But basically, he's like, listen, you're like the you're the country singer. Like if you you're, they find out like position. You're, yeah you're in a unique position if they find out that you're gonna get married to me then that's gonna that's gonna drastically decrease the popularity your popularity people aren't gonna care as much because the fact that you're not you're not single anymore so we'll find a replacement eventually when we find your replacement and they replace you I'll come for you and June was like oh and that's how it ends yeah but she's just like she is the the tense on her it's like you know you're gonna be all flustered I'm gonna be confident I'm gonna sway it yeah but on top of that her mom beforehand was Grandma. like listen. Her grandmother was like, hey, you know, she represents, you know, she's my granddaughter, but she's not quite a real representative of the family. She's a commoner. So just a heads up. She's a commoner blood, not royal yeah. blood. But of course, someone doesn't care. Right, right. But I love this. episode. <laughs> it was a fantastic episode. So much going on. So much story. Oh, we forgot also the last part in the middle. Hold on. Sorry, with getting a sip of water. With, with, with Hakia, right? With Hakia. So basically, Hakia, in, right. in the middle of the story, after Carmine gets put out, but before Aisha uh, gets married. The wedding. Before the wedding. Before the proposal. Basically, there's a spot with Hakia and Jean, and um, they're talking on, like, the little teleprompter thing, and um, Hakia is in, like, uh, his office, and his office is full of books. Jean's like, oh, you like to read, don't you? And um, Hakia's like, yeah, this is just a hat. Airball. Sorry. I saw an airball free throw came in front of me. Anyway, Hakia's like, yeah, these are just the books that we're borrowing from uh, uh, for collateral from um, Amadonia. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, I'm just trying to go through whatever. And she's like, oh, okay. So they have a pleasant talk, whatever. Everything's all good. At the end... Um, he opens a book and he's trying to we find out that he's trying to find information on the lineage of Amadonia. And he opens the book, closes the book, and some you know ninja type of guy appears before him. And Haki is like, Well, how are the plans going? And Haki and the ninja guy is like, Oh, everything's going well. He's like, To be honest, everything's going a little too well. It's almost like someone else's will is guiding this instead of ours. And Haki is like, Someone else's will, huh? Interesting. Well, thank you. And then, you know, the, yeah. the ninja's like, hi. And then he disappears when he opens up another book. It's pretty wild. So basically, Haki is behind some sinister shit somewhere that we're not familiar with, but may have to do with what Gorg was referencing and Soma's aware of. Did you see, put his oh, finger on. Before we move on, did you see the after credit? No, I didn't know there was an after credit. Oh, we see our actual villains. Do we? It's people in the kingdom. Ooh, I got to go they, back. They're planning, in, they're planning a conspiracy, an inside attack. Oh, you don't see who you don't see who it is, like who is the actual leader. But I got to go back and see that. Uh, You know, we do know that Hakia isn't going to be evil. We do know that because basically, no, in the I believe when they nominate him, they mention I think that episode or the following episode that Hakia basically serves the king for many, many tens of years and he retires as like the the, the the silent veil or something behind the king. It's definitely not him. it's yeah. definitely not him. It's a group of like older people. Yeah, yeah. So I faced the guy that he took over that he, that he replaced. Mm. That older gentleman. Oh, really? I think it's I think it's gonna be him. I gotta look at the after credit. I'll look at the yeah, after yeah. Credit. Definitely look at that. I'll look at the after credit. I didn't yeah. realize it was an after credit. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Sasaki and Miyato. I'm enjoying this too much, dude. Like, I I am too. I really am. I I, do, I, I, I expected people... to love it as much. Like I I expect it to be good. I expect to love it. This. I didn't expect to love it like the way I love it. Like this yeah. is 
a legit beautiful fucking anime and i'm like i always thought like i'm not homophobic but i was never keen to like watch a gay anime and it's not your cup of tea <laughs> it's not my cup of tea but you know i gave it a shot because you know i fucking have an anime podcast so i should give it a shot yeah. and i adore this fucking anime like sasaki and miyano are too fucking cute they are too fucking cute y'all it's, it's, it's weird too i don't watch a lot of gay live action television but i'll definitely like the live that the, the yeah we animates because they're these characters are fleshed out instead of being fucking stereotypes that we get in the live action shows would have never watched my <laughs> man general like yeah like they're usually like it's like some so, are really good the the rest is like like a stereotype like, I'm tired like of are they I'm tired, I'm tired of stereotypes that's all it comes down to. are they leading right now a couple of the season behind instead of marn and gojo oh 100 are they yeah 100 I'm I'm leaning that way too. It's so it's a close battle, but I'm I'm leaning. No, it's definitely between those two. (laughs) Yeah, no. But this this was just so fucking good. I'm loving Sasaki more, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Miano, Miano is definitely the uh, Sundere of the two. He's he's definitely the UK. Yeah, he definitely is the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, he is. For those that don't know, he's the bottom. Even though he was dreaming of him being the. the, the semi, yeah, Sene, him on, <laughs> him on top of Miyano, uh, Sasaki. Sasaki, I was like, like you are not. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely eating cheese. But uh, yeah, basically, uh, the semester, the first semester was over. Uh, Sasaki has one more year till he graduates, and uh, they haven't seen each other much ever since Sasaki said to Miyano he liked him on the train, which you skipped because we didn't go over the or we didn't go episode uh, three. Long yeah. story short. Yeah, the, the, basically, Sasaki mostly confirming his actual feelings. And he thought Miyano was asleep on the train, but Miyano was awake. And, and he heard it. He was like, holy shit. Right? Mindfuck. Yeah, and Miyano was also starting to feel guilty because he, he thought Sasaki was getting picked on for reading Boys Love Mom. Yeah, which was... He gave it to him. Not the case, as we find out. No, yeah, Sasaki's like, yeah, I like it. You got a problem? <laughs> Yeah, and you do that, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the guy that basically was talking shit, he it's not that he doesn't like like or he's homophobic. He his girlfriend likes um graphic yeah, boys love. Yeah, that's a uh, Jiro. Yeah, sorry, his girl. Yeah, he talks about how his girlfriend is obsessed with. It. Yeah, obsessed with graphic boys love, where like you know, there's like sex scenes and shit. And yeah, so, so it's making him it's making him feel not worthy of being her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, basically. He has a complex. But we'll get to that in this in this actual episode. Yeah, so we'll delve more into that momentarily. Yeah, but basically, Saki and Miyano finally see each other in this new semester. And they pick up like, hey. And it, again, it was awkward for them at first, because again, they haven't seen each other. Like, hey, uh, like, Ben was like, you avoided me? or No, I don't think, I don't, I didn't get that vibe of, an, of avoiding. Yeah, but Miyano didn't know what to do. Yeah, Miyano was unsure, for sure. And then he's like talking about like the Saki media when he would he wanted to kiss me like mm-hmm. like weeks ago and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and he yeah, he seemed open about like he actually likes women like he just likes reading boys love manga. But you know he's and I was gonna say like uh, truthfully, if you're a guy who's in the closet, this may or may not be the show for you. It may be the show for you because it'll probably help you. You know, fucking if figure you're out your feelings. Down. He's going to. I know he's going to. He's just, going to. He has to. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just in denial. This is a perfect anime for those who like are questioning their sexualities. I truly feel like I. That's definitely the vibe I get with Miano. Like obviously he's confused now. Like at first he's like I'm straight. I'm straight. But he's forcing himself to believe that he's straight. Like clearly at minimum he's bi. At minimum. What yeah. I'm saying. I've also had met straight people that like reading Yaoi manga. 
watching yellow shows like those happen yeah yeah right people enjoy gay shows if it's done right they'll they'll love it yeah no i i i am way more open to watching given and yuri on ice now those are the two main yaoi shows that i always yeah, thought those, i would start yeah, those like those are, yeah those are definitely the big ones <laughs> yeah those are the big ones i'm definitely more open to it for sure now after watching sasaki miyano yeah so that'll be good but um no like if you if you're about that like if you're confused like you should watch the show you'll figure shit out if you if you're scared and you watch the show this may not be for you because it may confirm some shit about you that you weren't sure about so just a heads up i guess from that standpoint how you feel about it but in any case um yeah at this point you know sasaki is starting to question everything going on with like how he feels like he's for like you know i i had a crush on a girl yeah miano sorry miano's like miano's like you know thinking about it like i had a crush on a girl when i was in middle school um and i like girls right yeah right and we basically get a confirmation later on that that sasaki is like just gay just not like you know flamboyantly about it no but uh but did what he went over through the window <laughs> yeah so basically holy shit we'll get to that in a bit but jiro yeah talks to me i was like he's like hey you're the guy that likes the yaoi mangas right mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. just like yeah and then he starts talking like and my girlfriend thinks I'm a UK. Like, like, how do I come off as a UK? Basically, so she, now she want now he wants to be like this UK type, yeah, to impress her. Despite him fighting with her over the phone, thinking that they might break up, yeah. And then uh, Sasaki sees them talking, like when he was like walking in the building, he just opens the window, puts his arm around Miyato, yeah. And he just saw this glare, and then for a second he realized it was like, oh shit, it's you. Uh, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Was good. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he was. Uh, oh yeah, he was helping me with uh, my problem, my relationship. Oh yeah, you guys are getting back together. We're gonna talk. It's like, okay, right, cool. Good luck. And this made Miyano's heart race when he was by himself again. And Sasaki too, but Miyano. Yeah, but he's like, oh man, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> uh, but no, th- this was great. I love this. <laughs> it was beautiful. It really was beautiful. Like I said, we get that confirmation basically that Sasaki is gay because he's like, oh, I thought you like boys too. When he said two, I was like, oh, so they know Sasaki's gay. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, that that's where you see him start to like also like question himself a bit. Like, like, like no, I definitely like girls. And it's like reading this shit. And then he's like, shit, maybe I am. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, so. And credits. And credits, yes. Ah, uh, but no, this is definitely <laughs> it was fucking adorable, dude. Like they're all their interactions are so damn adorable. Yeah, so I love it. So. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to see more of like the gay character because you mentioned that like a couple of Sasaki's, I'm sorry, Miyano's classmates are gay too. Like it'd be nice to like, you know, because like, I see I some of them. I get Horimiya vibes with this, and like you know, one of the good things about Horimiya is that even though they focused on Hori and Mia Miyamura, they also yeah. focused on uh, on the other characters. On, oh yeah. On uh, what's her face? I forget their names now. Hori. No, the, the other character. Mia. Other char- no, the other characters. The other two characters. I don't know their names. <laughs> Yeah, um, they're best friends basically. Yeah, they're on their best friends in their relationship, and I, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing like brief intervals with like them, like you know maybe like, like Taiga, Masato, Jiro. Yeah, know, like you know, like seeing them, like maybe like what's what the the, the blonde haired guys like talking to his boyfriend or you know something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, you want to see more about their lives. Yeah, not like a lot. I don't want a lot. Like just uh, interactions, like you know, like Miano's like walking by and like you know someone's like blushing or like you know maybe they're like talking like a little you know whatever. I don't know. Just a little bit of like indication because like they just seem like quirky. We might, we might, we like quirky might, characters, but you're we, saying we, that they we are. We might gay. see, it, we oh. might, we might see it here and there. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, alrighty, Demon Slayer. Two more guys, two more. 
Yep. We're we're in our pre-main. Co-main, the co-main event of the evening. Yes, but good fucking god. <laughs> so I want to give it a six. I want to break my melter scale for this shit. Ugh. I want to break. I think it's melter. not fair because there's a lot of good shows, but this is just you got to break the melter scale for it. I know, like this is topping a lot, so it, it's hard to like. There's a lot of good shit. We 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 know this, but goddamn, they just up the ante with it. Oh, they blew it out the fucking water. Yeah, absolutely uh, blown it out the water. We get more uh, Tengen flashbacks with uh, his wives uh, yeah. ha- hanging out by the the gravesite for his family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're talking about like, oh yeah, like we'll drink together one day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get, but it's like, I, I'm not done yet. But I brought the finest sake for you guys. Pour one out for the homies. Yeah, pour out for the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh yeah, like I'm definitely going to hell. <laughs> it's like, don't give me that look, girls. Don't. <laughs> and then they ask him like, did they ever? Does he think about his family when he because he's like he left mm-hmm. and then they, and then they died because of it. Mm-hmm. I think they got killed by demons. Mm. So I think that's why. He no, joined. they said it was a war. They said it was a war. It was a war. Okay. Yeah, they said it was a war of some. Okay. Yeah, he just did. He just didn't go with them. Yeah. Yeah, he was with his wives. Uh it was cute. Like he uh, what was uh one of the wives? Uh, Hina Hinata or Hinasuru. They just put, took the sakura cherry blossom off her. And the other girl's like, hey, we're take mine off. Like, Give me a rose petals. I'm not going to lie. That was a little annoying. Yeah. Was but they're cute at the same time. It's good that they're, they're not actually fighting. Yeah. They just want his affection, which he, he he loves them all equally. So. Yeah, yeah. And we got another flashback. It's like, like hey, after this, like, can we just retire? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was very nice. The, 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 they feel like that, was good. that way they can actually like, look up, like move forward type of thing. Mm-hmm. So this a lot of stuff that's like holding them back, like stuff they did, people they killed, mm-hmm. and then we get more of the fights with uh, now Tengen's on his own against uh, Giyu Kiyotaro. Then Zeni two and Nosuke are trying to fight Daki, still not working. Tanjiro eventually joins the fight with them. They're like, all right, uh, cross like we are. Right. So basically, Zeni two and Tanjiro are gonna distract her with a diagonal attack while Inosuke goes, "I'm attacking head on." And it, wor- it works. Like, holy shit. And he gets the swords like on her neck. He's like, you ain't gonna cut me. Like, well, saw. Saw blade. Saw blades and eventually cuts her head off. Shing. And he, he grabs the head, gets away from body, starts running away. <laughs> then Tanjiro gets all flustered. He's like, hey, where'd, uh, where, where'd the Giyu go? Where's uh, Tengen? And then we find out Giyu is behind Inosuke and stabs him through the chest. Savage. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so savage. Like, like, he's not dead, just holy shit though. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, he has poison in his blades. Yeah, he's, he's definitely, uh, definitely going to poison. <laughs> oh, dude, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Like, hey, hey, don't take my sister like that again. He sees demon blood technique blood collapse in the building. The Zeni 2 push the tender off. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what's going to happen to Zenitsu. Well, Tanjiro is trying to find uh, Tengen. He's on the floor, passed out, his arm cut off. For him. Yeah, like I was saying, like, like part of his arm is cut off. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, oh, shit, the poison got to him, and he lost his... He lost his... Crazy, dude. And uh, so Tanjiro is all by himself, two-on-one, basically. Again. Yeah. And he's like, has he has no stamina either. Well, no, Zenitsu's still there. Yeah, but we, we don't know if he's going to be knocked out or not. 
Zeninsu was just co- providing cover, basically. For yeah, um, like, for... He, like he like he was still on the building. He's gonna be fine, but we don't know he's gonna be knocked out. There. Yeah, we're still on the building, like dealing with the with the crazy whip with the with the whips from uh from the belt from yeah, Docky, uh, so, yeah, from Docky, yeah. But we will find out what happens. But as of all, we know he could be by himself. We we don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he he if it is, then yeah, he's screwed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, this was a, another fantastic episode. Crazy. I love I love Gan's small back background on Tengen. Yeah. And, and I, I I love I love his character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wives are, you know, they're they're basic, but they're still fun. And this and this these fights, both of them, they're just fucking stellar. And I we got two more episodes. It's a shame. Go. Such a and shame. And the and the last episode might be 45 minutes. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, so I feel like the fight's gonna end next episode in this epilogue for the forty-five minute. But holy shit! <laughs> I was fucking awesome. It was a fucking awesome show. Like every time I watch Demon Slayer, I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and the animation is also so good. <laughs> it, oh, it doesn't. It, it, it never skips a beat. We know it's this. I really, you know, it's tough for me because, like, I was thinking about that too. I was like looking at the animation. I was like, "Guys, the animation is so goddamn stupeller." Stupeller, fucking stupendous. stupendous, stupendous. Um, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I feel like it's the obvious choice to name it like anime of the like animation of the year, but I'm like, fuck, I want to name like other things. Like, I want to name like Princess Connect for that. I want to name fucking Sasaki and Miyano for that. I, 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 I might give it to a Kebby Sailor uniform still. I want to give it to Dress Up Darling. Like, oh, that's another one. Yeah, there's so many, so many fantastically animated yeah. shows this season and it's like i want to default to demon slayer because i think that's obvious but but it's gonna take a shit ton of awards anyway so it's gonna take some exactly it's gonna take so many awards like i want some parody you know what i'm saying so i want to give it to something else and i was also i was saying to in the group earlier um when i watched the episode on sunday i was like dude and this is a fucking better fight than excuse me this is a better fight than damn uh what's his face rengoku and uh and akira oh yeah i'm I'm loving this fight yeah yeah it's fucking yeah, awesome. It's that way to the conclusion for like next episode. <laughs> it's a six out of five anime. It's just it's bottom line. It's a six out of five anime to me. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. So if only if only the company was a piece of shit trying to avoid taxes. <laughs> I want someone to just buy them out. You know, I always say that about so many things about wrestling, about anime. Somebody really should fucking buy you foldable out. Yeah, I'm I'm sure someone will. Or bring them in. Why don't they they could somebody could like buy buy them and then like keep them as you foldable and then have them as like a subdivision like you foldable is the right. subdivision of like Katogawa or of Sony or of something like that you know what I'm saying and then that way they they have the, the the rights to Demon Slayer and they can inject like whatever and then they can have the you foldable team when they're not working on Demon Slayer work on other things because they mentioned they're like they just haven't had the money or the time to invest in any other anime besides Demon Slayer that they've gotten offers um since Demon Slayer and they haven't taken any because of the fact that they don't want to basically uh strain the uh the producers that's what I was reading from the from the uh, from the right the court, right from the from the court. This is right. pretty unique. Uh, well, hopefully the company gets their shit together after this. <laughs> hopefully, I mean, so much money, dude. Like that's the reason why that company still exists. Demon Slayer is the the prime reason why that because they had that's their, bro- that's their bread and butter right now. If they didn't have that, they'd be screwed. Yeah, because they've had other anime, but I couldn't even rem- tell you what they were. It's just Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is keeping that company afloat, even with the debt they have. It's keeping them afloat. It's ridiculous, which is even more crazy to me uh, when you think about. Uh, yeah, they also they also produced the uh, Fate Zero series. Oh, true. So I got those. Yeah, well, Fate Zero is over now, popular, though. Yeah, yeah, Fate Zero. There, there, there's now. always making. There's always spinoff. 
Mm. There's always spinoffs. It's so crazy to me when I think of Demon Slayer and I think of the fact that the author doesn't get like all the money he's due. Like he only gets like a, a fixed amount that he was agreed upon. And like it's crazy to see like how blown up that fucking thing is. Right, right. Incredible. All right. Should we get to the main event? Hi. What you done this guy? All right. My dress up darling. I but def, definitely my favorite episode for this is my favorite episode. It's this is truly surprising. It's a truly surprising anime for me in terms of like I wasn't gonna do it at first. I was like, I don't want to fucking watch cosplay. That's fucking like, dumb. like it's not like it's not really fan service. It's more no, it's not fan service at all. It's cosplay, which I've not I've never liked. And I'm like, you know, whatever. And then you see Marin, and it's like, all right, she's really fucking adorable. And then you see the reviews of everyone loving it. Yeah. Like, all right, and you give it a shot. And then you, I fell in love. I fell in love yeah. with the whole fucking thing. The whole thing is so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Goju's grandfather, he falls backwards because he saw stockings. No, no, you have to go back. You have to go back to episode three. You have to go back to episode Oh, we, we got to do it. We're going to do episode three. We're going to do episode three. I'll go. All over. right. All right. I'll we'll do episode over. three. Basically, a good chunk of it is uh, cosplay shopping. Yes. But beforehand, the reason why we get the cosplay shopping is basically um, Marin. I'm sorry. Uh, what's the Gojo is avoiding Marin, avoiding Marin, avoiding Marin. And yeah. eventually Marin catches up to Gojo. and is like, hey, why the fuck are you avoiding me? And Marin's like, listen, you're popular. Or Gojo's like, hey, you're popular. I'm not. I don't want to embarrass you. And Marin's oh, like, oh, yeah, because people keep talking. Like, yeah, like, people is are she, talking. Like, is, she, like, is she seriously dating him? Or yeah. Something like that? And then Marin's like, you want to? And Gojo's like super embarrassed. And she's like, just kidding. But, <laughs> but she, she actually acknowledges him as a friend. Yeah. She's like, you're my friend. So I don't care what anybody says. Like, of course, I'm going to hang out with my friend because like we're cool. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, that makes Gojo happy. Then they go shopping. And the majority of the episode is just shopping for like materials. The fabrics, the uh, stuff for the wig. Yeah, basically all that. And so basically Gojo's like, hey, since I'm working on it, I might as well just take it, whatever. And um, it, it's you get cute little moments throughout that episode, too, especially toward the end when um, Marin, want, they're talking about their likes and, you know, Marin's talking about the cosplayers and um, Gojo starts talking about Hina dolls and uh, Marin yeah. wants to buy him. A, also, we forgot uh, to mention, he also had a wet dream in the beginning of the episode. That was fucking hilarious. He was thinking yeah, because about fucking he, he, he dreamed of her in one of the characters and she was in character. Yes. And she was like fucking showing her Toto out or her Monko out. Toto was yeah. pussy in Japanese. I'm sorry, in yeah. Spanish guys. But um, yeah, showing it out. He wakes up hard as fuck. And he sees a Hina doll. He's like, hey, you look away for a second. Yeah, the Hina doll's like, Christ is watching. Christ is watching. And then the after the after the, the the opening credits, he goes, I can't believe I fucking this morning. Oh, my God. And then he sees her. <laughs> and, that's yeah, and then like, her. she like wraps her arm around him with her breast touching his arms. Yeah. And so then fucking he starts freaking out. And that's when he starts avoiding. But yeah, yeah basically. And then she starts teasing him with one of the harnesses. Yeah. Like, or maybe I should wear something sexier. Like, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, I wanted to reward you for coming out. And then she's like wearing basically fucking her bra and panties. Yeah. And he freaks out because, you know, he's a wuss. Like all Japanese men are apparently. Yeah. And yeah, she she makes money. Like her mom went to the bank and she's, I think she's an amateur model. No, she works. She says she works. She does. Oh, some she sort does of work. Okay. Yeah. She does. She has some sort of job. And she says she worked a bunch of overtime to get all this money. Yeah, but basically her job is the cosplay money, and she used that to. Yeah, she called her. Leave. She called herself mama. She didn't literally said her mom got her money. Okay, like, like, like mama went banking, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. Make it make it rain. And then and then the bombshell of oh yeah, there's a festival coming up in two weeks. In two weeks, and Gojo takes that quite literally, as we find out in episode four. So episode four begins, as Matt said at the beginning of this segment. Like, oh with, yeah, I went shopping with a friend. Which, yeah, and Gojo's grandpa's like, oh my god, yeah, that's cool. What'd you buy? A book? Some. A, Video game. And he sees the stockings. 
and he as freaks like, the fuck out and falls and, back. Yep, and he's in the, he's hospitalized. He breaks a hip or something. He hurts a hip. Yeah, really badly. He gets hospitalized. They give him painkillers, and apparently we we don't see in, in in the show. Um, they've been trying to convince him, like, hey, go stay with like you know your with your cousin. Uh, but Gojo's cousin shows up, so he's trying to stay with his family. You know, come stay with the family. Come stay with the family. Come stay with the family. Like retire. And, they don't. Yeah, like he's like, all right, I'll stay with you guys for a couple weeks. And so Gojo's tasked with running the shop. Um, and he's worried about his grandfather who's old and, and hurt his hip. And he's and Marin the shop. starts comforting. And Marin fucking he's worried about Marin's project. And so he skips school that day because of everything that goes on. And she speaks to Marin the next day. And Marin's like, Oh, so that's why you were in school the next day. And Marin, for her credit, super great friend, was like, If you need anything, let me know. Like, I'm here for you, like whatever. Like you, like I can even cook if you need it. Yeah. And he's, you know, very bashful about it. He's like, No, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm good. But the pressure, specifically of the two weeks, and then the pressure of you know his grandfather being hurt the yeah, pressure of the shop confidence yeah his confidence like he just it, everything starts going to shit in gojo's life like, and on top of that he forgets they have midterms so he has to cram for midterms um and he basically and it, it's a great highlight of the principle of overwork in japan he stays up like he just burns out he crashes burns out um one day um basically marin like one afternoon after midterms wants to go to his house so he goes she, she um oh and they exchange information sorry but backtrack they exchange phone numbers and line information um yeah. when, when marin offered like you know to support him and so that was cool and then basically one one night after midterms um marin wants to surprise gojo she texts gojo like hey i'm coming over she brings him dinner yeah but the lights are out in the house and she's like oh i guess gojo's not home whatever you know she's like i guess i'll eat this by myself and she goes back home back to her house meanwhile gojo's upstairs with the lights off and he's just like crying to himself. He's crashed. He crashed. He's burnt. He starts crying and he starts thinking about how difficult life is. And he's like, I'm not going to make this project. I'm going to let Marin down. And then he starts thinking about um, something that his grandfather said, like, oh, isn't, you know, he asked his grandfather as a kid, like, isn't doing Hina dolls very hard and challenging and tough. And um, and he, he also asked, like, why do you work while you're on vacation? <laughs> yeah. And the grandfather was like, hey, you know. You know, if I if I lose one is like if I don't brush for one day, it takes three days to get that skill back. And so um, Gojo starts thinking like, well, I guess I haven't done anything with Hina dolls in a while. Like, up, I guess I'm never going to be successful with Hina dolls. And he gets upset. He starts crying. And then he starts. He remembers back to what I had just said about how, like, you know, what happens when you get difficult, whatever. And his grandfather pulls out a scrapbook of customers. And he's like, you see those happy faces? That's what keeps me going. He's like, on top, he's like, you know, seeing people's, uh, seeing my customers' reactions when I've done good work keeps me going. And on top of that, I love what I do. And the love for what I do helps me going when things get tough as well. And then Gojo starts thinking about Marin and about how happy and chipper she is and how thankful and grateful she is. And he decides, well, I got to keep pushing through. I got to keep pushing through. He ends up pulling an all nighter and manages to finish the fucking dress on the exact day of the two weeks. Tells Marin, hey, your dress is finished. I'm going to fucking sleep. He knocks out for a few hours. Marin comes over and, you know, he shows her the dress. Marin is in complete awe. And um, Gojo's like, yeah, you know, I was worried I couldn't finish this for you, but hey, you can wear it today. So it's your thing. And Marin's like, wait, you really thought that I was going to go to this in two weeks? And you're like, yeah, that's what you told me. And, you know, I stayed up all night, you know, whatever. And Marin just begins to bawl uncontrollably because she realizes everything that Gojo 
JoJo's going through yeah, right yeah, now. Like, like she, she forgot to tell, mention. Yeah, she didn't explain properly. And basically, Gojo suffered, like, you know, the stress and staying up all night for her. And yep. she begins to ball uncontrollably. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to, you know, work you like that. Like, you didn't have to do this. I wasn't planning to do this. Like, she's just really, she's genuinely upset that she fucking. Like, like, like I was only talking about it. I wasn't actually going to go. <laughs> yeah, she's super, like, upset that she basically fucking burdened Gojo with. And Gojo's like, no, it's fine. Like, it was all right. Like, you know, just seeing your face is happy. Like, hey, it would make me feel better if you put it on. And so they go through the process of putting it on. You know, they decide on makeup and like, you know, getting all together. Gojo's like, hey, your eyebrows don't match the character. And fucking. <laughs> and she's like, fuck them. They'll grow back. Yeah. And she starts to have them trace eyebrows out. They do the makeup. You know, we see her. Of course, there's got to be some fan service. So Gojo's waiting outside the door and she's in her bra and panties, like in a you know sexual kind of way. But she's just getting changed. And then eventually she fucking opens the door and she is fucking beautiful. Like she looks just like the character. It's, it's a beautiful cosplay. <laughs> beautiful, co- like perfect, identical, exact, gorgeous, beautiful. And um, everything fits. Everything is great. And Gojo makes a comment. Of, you know, like, I really hope I'll be able to do Hina dolls one day like this. And Marin, without hesitation, was like, you will. Like, you can do anything you want because I believe in you. And Gojo, like, just fucking has the big, he gets the biggest grin on his face. He's so happy that, you know, like, someone genuinely supports his dream and his love. And he feels that in his soul. And he smiles. And Marin blushes. Marin's like, oh, so I guess that's how you look when you're genuinely happy, huh? Yeah. And they kind of share a moment together and um it was quite beautiful definitely definitely great i can't wait for the next one there's yeah. definitely like there's, there's definitely gonna be more cosplay swear oh, like, sure. like we're not done until i say we're done <laughs> yes and then we're gonna i you know at this point we're gonna see their their relationship develop more and then i i'm pretty certain that at some point toward the middle or the end of the season we're gonna basically get some sort of showdown between the the girl that fucking rejected gojo and said like his dream is fucking bitch made and like like and dolls for Barbara. girls yeah, like and Marin, like there's gonna be some and, sort of thing going and then on. Marin, unless that was, uh, I will say, unless that was Marin when she was a kid, but no, it's not Marin. The the girl had black hair and looked different. Marin. Then Marin's go the fuck you say, <laughs> right? What'd you say about my homie shit? What'd you say about my man shit? Yep, like ah ah fuck you, oh, hell no. Run these hands, bitch. Exactly. I put this fucking six inch stiletto that I got for fucking the, the, my my cosplay up your ass. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, we are. A quarter way done for most of these. <laughs> yes. So at the quarter post, what do you have? Uh, I usually Demon Slayer because Demon Slayer is number one uh, for us, without doubt. Dress of Darlin, Vanitas, the Sasuke Miyano, a Realist Hero right now. And I fucking had it. <laughs> Take your time. Like, that's non Demon Slayer. <laughs> non Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is number one. Yeah. You only had to give me four. So you gave me four. Good enough. No, no. Uh, yeah. Dress of Darlin, Vanitas, Sasuke Miyano, Sailor Uniform, and yeah, re- and yeah, Realist Hero. Okay, fair enough. Um, I got Dress Up Darling, Sasaki, um, Genius Prince, Love to Kill. Yeah, um, Realist Hero, 24th Ward, Genius Prince. There you go. All right, closing thoughts for the week. It's a really strong season, um, for sure. Un- un- underratedly strong, I would say, truthfully. Yeah. And like I said, I'm grateful I have a shorter anime season than you do this season. Um, definitely helps me in terms of some of the other stuff that I want to do and catch up on. So good for me on that standpoint. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, um, again, I just can't wait for Demon Slayer. Can't wait for Dress Up Darling. Can't wait for 
um a bunch of good shit a bunch of good shit dude that's the, that's the theme of this season can't wait for the next one all right we talked our cake we did a little over two hours we are now full of cake mm-hmm. uh thank you all for listening in you can follow me on twitter at david phoenix 12 uh we also want to thank w2m network for hosting and editing us uh, we want to thank Cherishaw for putting us on their website still and then we are in the entertainment section you can find our twitter at talk to cakey uh, we also have a link for our link tree where you can find your favorite local podcast, whether it's Audible, Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, well, uh, if you, unless you hate Joe Rogan, just don't describe <laughs> uh, That, uh, iHeartRadio, a bunch of shit. We're, we're all over. Please like and subscribe. Share us. Get us sponsors. Sponsors that we can talk about. Get, and get we will it. have Cakey Shop soon. We keep talking about it. We uh, promise it, it, we'll it, get it, that we're out. We're like we're like George R. R. Martin. It's coming. It's coming. And then the weeder comes out. We're, They're coming, we're the, people. We promise. We're the, we're the veer of podcasts. We're the veer we, we, of podcasting. Yeah, we, we're going to do it with JoJo Part 6. That, that seems like the right move. We're doing JoJo, then Fruits? We were, we were going to do Cowboy Bebop, but fucking Martin, Angel, and then Ethan... They didn't finish live action bebop so no they finished live action bebop i have not you did I have not, okay i have not started it yeah so we were gonna do that first but we're gonna say fuck it this is with jojo stuff indeed indeed all right your plugs yes 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 you can follow me on twitter at s-h-o-s-t-o-p-p-a 249 that's showstopper 29 that is 249 rather that is also my analyst.co page s-h-o-s-t-o-p-p-a 249 uh you can follow me on instagram at podcast.senpai you can follow me on my anime only instagram a-i underscore anime 24 i anime 24 um you can follow me on uh, what else did i have what else do i have what else do i have um oh well i mean if you go into my link trees you'll find um everything for um myself in terms of my other podcast shout out to my boy andy for mma for marks shout out to my boy b ronan for the orlando tragics podcast new content dropping for that hopefully soon for now this is just the main joint um you can also follow us on our instagram at talk the keki t-a-l-k-t-h-e-k-e-k-i talk the keki from there as matt mentioned uh we have the same link tree on our twitter that we do for uh the instagram so if you click on that you'll find everything for us and for our show and again as matt said please like please subscribe please comment give us any sort of feedback you want and anything we want to hear from you guys we do this for you um as well for us but mostly for you um and we want to make this the the best show that you guys can possibly listen to for the next two to 2.5 hours depending on how you want to listen to us so again we're grateful for um our audience we're grateful for our supporters uh we're grateful for our networking team that edits us and sponsors us and uh we're looking forward to tremendous things as uh 2022 continues on so with that matt let's go ahead and get the fuck off all right arigato arigato faku and sayonara sayonara minasan bye bye What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.